The following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. There's James with a lateral and as Laux comes into the shot. Dick James has got him in trouble. He's in big, big trouble. And here was the key. When they come to their feet, Laux better be on a leg attacker. He's going to go for a ride. This afternoon, it's live coverage of the Carney Bearcat Invitational. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Laux came in strong there. James takes it for the ride, gets the fall. Exactly what we said. You had this thing play out. Louts came out, was a tactician, did everything right. And Nick James took it into the back alley, made it a street fight, and ended it. Ah, oh, I got goosebumps. That was a fantastic matchup. Today's field is loaded with talent, and all three Tri-City squads are state-rated, led by the host Bearcats, who are preseason number one in Class A. All the outstanding action is coming in next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first to do the Tech Seed pregame show, we'll join KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda and Larry Baker live from Kearney High School right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the start of the 2017-18 high school wrestling season on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. As we always do, we start at the Kearney High Wrestling Invitational, and boy, we should have some good finals matches here today. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker and, of course, Frank Cuchera. Glad to have you back with us. We had some good stuff last year, Bakes. We might have some better stuff this year. Well, no question. You bring in Kearney, uh, you know, I think, two-time defending runner-up. They just had another runner-up in football, and this probably is the best team Carney's had going back to maybe 1998, Doug. This Carney team is really good, and it's hungry. The kids that just got a state runner-up trophy and medal in football are many of the same kids that are on this wrestling team, and they're tired of being second. They're good. They've put a ton of work in in this offseason, so the Bearcats are ready to roll. They'll be challenged today, no doubt about it, there's going to be a lot of good wrestling today, and there's a really super feature match we're all looking forward to coming. I'm, t- I'm trying to figure out if there's more talent in the high school ranks here today or in the coaches that are coaching here today, whether they're head coaches or assistants. And, of course, Frank Cuchera, who uh, spent his time at Kearney, UNK, and does the finals for Nebraska Educational Television, uh, joins us here again. And, Frank, now you're in the room uh, even more with the Kearney High wrestling team. Uh, I guess they're leading right now, but... How does Carney feel coming into the start of the season? Well, thanks for having me, Doug. Uh, first off, to answer your question, there's way more talent on the mat for <laughs> The kid, kids are way better now than we used to be. I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But, uh, no, Mr. Baker hit the nail on the head. These uh, Carney kids are, are hungry. But I tell you what, Lincoln East is up and coming, and they're putting up a heck of a struggle today. Uh, and so we're going to see uh, where the rubber meets the road. It's early. In the season, but um, there's there's not going to be any gimmies. It's going to be a dogfight um, between Carney, Lincoln East, Gretna, and we'll see who else steps up throughout the year. Well, teams that are here today, nine teams that are here, 
According to Husker Matt, Nebraska Scholastic Wrestling Coaches Association, they're very close. But number one, Carney High is here. Number three, Lincoln East is here. Number four, Omaha Burke is here. Number nine, Columbus is here. In Class B, number two, Hastings is here. Did I miss anybody, Larry? Well, there's a lot of good wrestlers, but you you got the cream of the crop, that's for sure. As we take a look at what's going on today, let's talk about what we should see as feature matches. But first, Frank, uh, for the folks that uh, weren't able to be here all day, how's the day kind of panned out? Uh, any any excitement? Any kids out? Anything that we need to know getting ready for this final round? No, I think a lot of great matches. Um, one of the key matchups we talked about tonight was uh, uh, going to be that we're going to talk about is of course uh, Nick James and Laux. No Laux coming up, but. Nick James had a scrap here uh, with Kinneman, who is uh, now at Lincoln East, uh, a transfer there. So that was a that was a great match. And overall, the thing I've noticed is just the atmosphere. Lincoln East travels really well. They've got a great crowd, smart smart wrestling crowd. And uh, you can tell when those matchups are occurring because the team race has been flip flopping back and forth today. So there'll be some some good drama tonight in these matchups. Well, you take a look at the and, and we'll get to another one of those great matchups before we take a look at the team scores, Larry. Yeah, I think when you look at this, and, and clearly we're going to talk about the 138-pound match tonight. Connor Laux, number one in B. Nick James, number one in A. Of course, they did it here last year. Connor Laux jumped out to the big lead, and you just got to be careful because Nick James carries a bazooka on each shoulder in every second of the match, and, of course, he ended it. But when you look at this, Doug, this tournament is so full of firepower. It's And, and here's going to be kind of an interesting thing that Coach Kuchera talked about. When we talked about, and there is the talent among coaches in this room this afternoon is unbelievable. And it's why you're seeing, we're talking about Lincoln East and Kearney, right? You always want to fill your room full of state medalists and state champs, right? These two rooms are full of All-Americans and national champs, okay, as far as coaches. And you see this level step up from where those guys were in high school. You've got a lot of guys here in this tournament today that wrestled in Fargo, medaled in Fargo, and left with national championships in Fargo. That is a big, big deal. So as this thing starts to come to a point today, this is a good tournament because you've got a lot of good dudes coached by incredible guys. You take a look at why Carney High is number one. They have 145 points right now. Lincoln East has 137.5. Columbus has 118.5. Omaha Burke has 106, setting in fourth. Hastings is fifth with 93.5. Lincoln Southwest is sixth with 81. Grand Island is seventh with 79. And then you have North Platte with uh, 55 points here in this turn. And, and again, uh, it's a little different, Frank, for the second straight year. We're not bracketing out the Carney High invite. We're going into pools. Yeah, wrestling in pools. Um, I mean, there, there's pros and cons. I'm, I'm sure there, there's fans and people that like it and people that don't like it. But uh, this is what, what we've chosen to do here the last couple of years. Uh, what it does, it, it ensures everybody a fair amount of matches. Um, you know, <clears throat> you don't have the opportunity to go, you know, O2 barbecue, as mm-hmm. they say. So kids are going to get at least, you know, three, four matches in a day. And I, and I think that's good. And we still get to see the quality matchups that, that we want to see. Tell us a little bit about the Carney High wrestling team for 2017-18. Uh, they're solid. I mean, I think they've got 12, 12 seniors, I think. Um, they've got the obvious, the leaders, the returning state finalists, returning state champs, um, as you alluded to, Larry, with, with Philip Mooney being a, a Fargo champ. Um, in, in wrestling circles, anybody that knows anything about wrestling follows it all, knows that that's a, a huge deal. Um, but you know what? That, that's going on uh, across the state. We've seen multiple Fargo All-Americans, like, like you said. Um, so, yeah, we've got good leadership um, at the top. 
and um, Carney's always had good depth and uh, so, sort of a good feeder program, so to speak, because they've got you know three or four different levels of reserves and JV1, JV2, and so those kids that battle through those first two, three years, by the time they hit the lineup as a senior, they contribute, and so that's that's what makes a good team, solid from top to bottom. Frank, talk a little bit about did it help? Did it hurt? Just simply but Car- we talk a little bit about why your daughter's out there pinning another young boy. <laughs> I do but, see uh, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Talk, talk a little bit about what did this football season do to help hurt, or what has it done for this wrestling season? They literally were playing football up to just two weeks ago, and so your guys come in a little late. But the other piece to that, because that's always kind of the conversation point, but I think the other piece to that is what a magical season to get beat the way they got beat right at the end and to get second again. I mean, and that is kind of a big deal. Talk about what that's meant in the room here so far to start this year. Yeah, I know. It's been great motivation for our guys. I mean, to see to see the football team uh, come together, kind of, you know, I'd say they kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think they were picked anywhere to finish where they were, and they played uh, like a team should. Uh, they played for each other with a lot of heart, and that's that's what we preach to our guys. We're a family, right? You you know you toe the line with your brother next to you, and you and you fight for each other. And so I think that was a good example for our guys. And sure, you know we got some guys that maybe we wish we had them in the room for a full two weeks, but you know what? That's what we all think we preach to our guys is, you, you know, you only control what you can control, right? Attitude and effort. Nothing we can do about that now. We're gonna go out here. We're gonna put our best effort forward and let the chips fall where they may. Folks, we do want to alert you to uh, what everyone has been following. In just the last few minutes, Central Florida has won the AAC championship in double overtime, 62-55. to 55. And the Lincoln Journal-Star, one of the first to report that Scott Frost will officially be named Nebraska's new head football coach tomorrow. Within the last 30 minutes, many reports basically as that football game come to an end. We have a report that Central Florida is set to host a press conference there tonight, and uh, many people believe that Frost and some of his coaches would be flying into Lincoln tonight. We have confirmed reports that there are spots for them to stay uh, in Lincoln tonight, and the sources right now are saying that we could have a press conference tomorrow at 12 noon. That's the first I've heard of about the exact time, and if that press conference, when it occurs tomorrow, we will have that for you on ESPN 1460 and 1550. So it uh, looks like it what we figured uh, for quite a while now, and especially over the last week, is that Scott Frost will officially be named Nebraska's new head football coach. Multiple outlets across the country, ESPN, down in Florida with the Orlando Sentinel, the Journal Star, and Omaha World Herald, uh, Husker Online, many reporting that Scott Frost will officially be named. Uh, in fact, to Brett McMurphy from ESPN, again, we've heard this seven years, $35 million. He has published that story. So, what all you've heard this week basically is true, and uh, we are waiting tomorrow to uh, make it official that uh, Scott Frost will be Nebraska's new head football coach, and I know a lot of people are jacked up about that. So I wanted to let you know about that, and don't forget the Big Ten Championship game tonight, Ohio State and Wisconsin, 7 o'clock on ESPN 1460 and 1550, and coming up at 4 o'clock, Kearney Catholic at Holdridge Basketball on ESPN 1460, Storm Hockey. Right now is on the breeze, 94.5 there at home today to take on Madison. Doug Duda, Frank Cherry, Larry Baker, our producer-engineer Stacy Johns. We are here at the Carney High Wrestling Invite, ready to get into the championship round. This is the new Tech Seed pregame show. We're back with more in a moment. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you as we get ready to tell you what's going to be going on here uh, with our 106-pound uh, championships. It'll be Burks of Omaha, Burke against Swift of Lincoln East, and our uh, lineup's brought to you by Fowlings Bank, the better bank in Kearney, and uh, we will be bringing you, uh, they'll wrestle, by the way, first, third, and fifth place matches simultaneously. Ferguson of Kearney will take on Cobza of Columbus in the 113 pound uh, championship uh, here this afternoon. Moving on to uh, 120 in the uh, championship match. It will be Mayfield of Lincoln East taking on oh my computer. Look at that. Look at it freeze up just at the right time. Mayfield Mayfield of uh, Lincoln East is going to be in the uh, championship match against Diaz of North Platte at 120 pounds. At 126 pounds, we will have Philip Mooney of Carney taking on Scott of North Platte at 126 pounds. Uh, Mooney, one of the three Carney wrestlers that is projected to win a state championship this year by Husker Matt. At 132 pounds, it'll be Sperling of Lincoln East taking on Kuchera of Columbus relation for uh, I'll claim him. I'll claim him today. He's looked pretty sharp so far, but, but unfortunately, no, not that I know of. And then, of course, uh, probably the featured match of the day, at least one of the two, but it has to be the featured match, number one in A, number one in B, uh, Connor Laux of Hastings and Nick James of Kearney going at 138 pounds. At 145 pounds, Wilson of Kearney and Fulner of Columbus will be in the championship match. At 152 pounds, Stapleton of Omaha Burke against Kuchera of Kearney High School. And I guess we'll just take a quick break right there. Uh, what is bringing Omaha Burke into this tournament mean, Frank? Oh, it's just it's just variety. Getting to see some of those metro teams or Omaha area teams uh, this early, not to mention how darn tough they are. I mean, uh, Burke, uh, Burks and Burks, both of them, uh, both really tough, and then they put a good product on that, and it's uh, it's great. To, uh, to throw our guys and run the gauntlet this early in the year. Larry, we talked a little bit about that 138-pound match, but one of the other feature matches will be at 160 with Burks from Omaha Burke against Dixon of Lincoln. 
Yeah, and Dixon's a stud, and he really looked good in his last match. Burks is a tough kid that really wrestles every single position out very, very well. Dixon's won a state championship, right? Well, Burks has won two. So, I mean, you're talking about a big-time, massive matchup. Tri-City's perspective, we talk about that 38 match, but from the enormity of it, 60 is probably the match of the day. Well, and this is this is a this is a treat for wrestling fans because this we won't see this one later in the year. I've been told that Dixon's on his way down, making the descent down to 52. But um, you know, he was out last year, um, resurfaces at Lincoln East, and he looks sharp today. Well, and it is nice. You talk a little bit about getting uh, Omaha Burt to 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 get into this tournament. We don't always get the Metro to travel west, and especially early in the year. So it's really nice to be able to see that and and get that in your own gym this early. We continue on with the finalists at 170 pounds. Pape of Hastings will take on Zwingman of Columbus at 182 pounds. The finals match will be Grape of Columbus, and he will be taking on Lincoln East. I'm going to go Mother's Ball. Mother's Ball. Excuse me. Uh, bringing home the uh, final there at 182 pounds. At 195 pounds, it'll be Miller of Omaha. Taking on Deonda of Columbus at 220 pounds uh, in the final two this afternoon. Uh, like already the uh, side. Here, the sales of Omaha Burke are going to be taking on uh, Laredo of Columbus. Here, and then we move on to the 285-pound weight class up in heavyweight today. Of course, uh, Lee Harrington uh, going to be in the number ones today, and he takes on Rangi of Lincoln East. And those are the championship matches brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank in Kearney. We'll be back with more of the Kearney High Squad after this. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Welcome back to the Carney Eye Wrestling Invite, brought to you here on Classic Hits 98.9, and as always on the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. So wherever you're at, wrestling fans across the state of Nebraska, or if you have wrestlers that uh, want to have family or alum listen in across the country, let them know that PlatteRiverPreps.com is where you can hear today's championships. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln as we bring you today's championships. They're about ready to introduce the uh, wrestlers here to the fans, and then we will get our championship matches uh, underway. Again, we will feature the championship first and second place, but we will also keep our eye on third and fifth. And, Frank, I'll go to you. As we were reading all those guys that were in the finals, it wasn't necessarily nine or ten Carney High kids here today. How concerned is Carney High about winning their own invite? 
Yeah, it's a big point of emphasis. Um, you want to make a statement, and you always want to win your home invitational. But uh, but it's early, you know. We'll, we'll take and work with them. We'll take the negatives, and we'll, and we'll learn from them, hopefully. We've got some guys that are not in the lineup that we that we thought would be or that we know are going to be later on. But, again, that's one of those things we, we don't have any control over at the moment, so we're just going to keep wrestling through it. Kids that aren't wrestling, is it – is it injuries? Is it weight? Is it discipline? Is it illness? Is it a little bit of all yeah. those? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a smorgasbord. Again, as early, I mean, a, a, a handful of a football players, that guys that still want to challenge, that, that want to wrestle off, that, that we're letting them just kind of recuperate a little bit. Those guys played a lot of football, a lot of snaps this year, you know. Uh, some guys that were getting down to weight, we're seeing that with a lot of teams here today. And so, um I, that's one thing I have learned over the years. It's it's a long road to, to February, and so it's it's not all decided here. So we just got to be patient and work that way. You know, Doug, one of the neat things about this, and we do talk about it a fair amount, especially at this tournament every year, but somewhere, I don't, I'm don't, i sure not here today, but Coach Bauer is sitting and smiling, of course, at uh, the former uh, national champion coach at UNK because the, the three best teams here today, I think, Columbus, Carney High and Lincoln East all are coached by guys that wrestled for him or were on that staff at one time. And I think it's a really neat thing. You know, we, we always talk about the state meet, but the Carney High invite is really cool, and especially the way it's worked out this year. All guys coached by All-Americans or national champs that went through that place. But, and another guy, you bring that up, I was talking to Adam Keysweater, another UNK alum Columbus. that coaches at Columbus. And we were talking about differences because we both wrestled at Kearney High as well. Similarities and differences, you know, 15, 20 years ago when we were there. And uh, he talked about having, you know, sometimes the downfall of seeing all these these uh, Central Nebraska teams, you know, five, six times. I said, but Adam, that's how it was when we were there. We wrestled these guys. He goes, yeah, but no offense, but the Grand Island, Columbus, Hastings, they weren't that good back then. So it didn't beat you up, and you didn't take the losses. You know, you didn't get the lumps like you do now where all these teams are so tough that they just constantly beat each other up. You know, you got grudge matches going on, so it's, it's a whole different ball game now. We are about ready to get things going here. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leaders, Terry and Jason Stark, proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Technology. And we will be back with more from Carney High right after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodel job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. 
Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. And welcome back. Glad to have you along with us here for high school wrestling. And uh, Larry, as they continue to introduce uh, all of the six wrestlers at each weight class here, just as we get into uh, the start of the season, uh, one of the things that you'll see as you come in is maybe a little different uniform style. Uh, you are now no longer required to just wear a singlet. Uh, you can wear the basketball shorts. Uh, it's got to conform, but maybe you can uh, tell the folks that are watching in going, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, this is really nice. And Hastings today is wearing it. You know, the fighting shorts that you wear, like you see the UFC fighters wear, and then a compression shirt. Doug, I think it's great. This will maybe tell a little bit about me, but I'm a fairly conservative guy, and I believe that uh, we should conform some of this dress. You know, I don't necessarily agree with some of the uniforms maybe that the females wear in school. Definitely don't agree with how revealing a singlet is and has been. And wrestling is trying to be a little more um, uh, moving forward here, and we saw it in college. I really think, Doug, you're going to see it in the next year or so where it's going to be mandatory. The singlet's gone, and we're going to wear a compression shirt and those fighting shorts. It's just a matter of, uh, I mean, just to be completely honest, it's far less revealing. And um, it's the way, in my opinion, it should be. I'm glad to see wrestling do that, and I was very happy today to see Hastings High School uh, doing that. You've got a lot of traditionalists that want to fight it, but it's absolutely the right thing to do. Anything else as we get ready for the upcoming wrestling season that fans should take note of? Well, I think the thing is when you when you talk about it, there's a lot of juice right now in wrestling in the state of Nebraska and especially in central Nebraska. The fact that Carney, of course, they've been second the last two years, but, Doug, they are the favorite to win this uh, Class A state championship. Hastings is a legitimate top-five team, and they are really good. Grand Allen Northwest is a very legitimate Class B team. There's a lot of central Nebraska flavor and juice right now around here. We've got some guys going for four this year. Cameron Riggs at North Platte, or excuse me, now at Maxwell, excuse me, uh, used to be at North Platte St. Pat's. Doug, he's looking to shatter all the records. He's going to break them all if he can get through the season. There's a lot of neat stories here. And I haven't looked deep into it, but does it become easier wrestling at Maxwell as opposed to North Platte Pats? I mean, it's a small school, but I'm guessing uh, the competition, uh, until he gets to districts and state, he'll be able to handle. I I would say probably the same from a competition standpoint. Uh, The schedules are very much alike. The one thing that I would say, and I think his brother went with him, which will help him. Wrestling is all about a practice partner. You can be the most amazing wrestler in the world. If you end up in a program where you have nobody to wrestle all day and the toughest bit you get is in the room, or excuse me, on Saturday in the meet, you're going to struggle at the end of the year. And I do think his brother went with him, so that should bode okay. And that's why it is so hard to maintain maybe a dynasty or a program in C or D. That's why Amherst run was so incredible, and you can check a few others off in there. Uh, Valentine right now, the number one team in Class C. Uh, you very rarely in C or D are able to have 14 quality varsity, 14 wrestlers, let alone 14 guys that can win you matches. Well, yeah, and when you talk about Amherst, what made them so tough through their run is that all their kids were kind of stacked, so they had great partners in there. The returning state champion, defending state champion, Burwell, I watched them last night at the Ravenna Invite. 
and they look really good because they're full. In Class D, when you've got that full lineup and they've got a bunch of backup dudes where so that you know that room is extremely competitive up there with Coach Gideon and Coach Max. So in the Class D piece, you're exactly right. And I will say Burwell looks really good right now. And, Frank, you talked about all the kids in the wrestling room for Carney. Obviously, that's huge there, too. Uh, yeah, n- numbers are a good thing. Uh, like you said, Class D, if you can field a full lineup, uh, that, that's tremendous. But a lot of times, these teams that win state titles, you see they're clustered. You know, They have two or three finalists all in three weights in a row. That's because just what Larry said, they work out together. They beat each other. They make each other better every day. Well, we're about ready to get the championship matches underway here for the 2017 Carney High Wrestling Invite. The wrestlers are headed to the mat, and we'll begin our call in a moment. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Let's get things underway here. At 106 pounds, it will be Jackson Burks of Omaha Burke and Nick Swift of Lincoln East in the championship match. The third place match, Juan Pedro of Grand Island against Dylan Ritchie of Kearney, and then Kane Stringer of Columbus and Jalen Ruffin of North Platte will be wrestling for fifth and sixth. Yeah, and in this championship match, you get the number one rated kid in Class A, Jackson Burks from Omaha Burke. You're going to have a lot of top flight guys here today. Burks, again, Fargo All-American, fourth at the Super 32 Challenge, which is a very much Fargo-type tournament. That's the, the folk-style version of yes. Fargo. If you, if you can place there, that's, uh, that's one tough kid there. So far, 40 seconds in, they have hand-tied until they come off the edge of the mat, and they'll restart. Same story over in the third-place match, Pedro and Richie. Richie was able to get a shot but couldn't get the takedown on Pedro, so they'll restart with a minute to go here in the first period. Tell us a little bit about your uh, six-pounder, Frank. Dallin Richie's had a nice uh, a nice tournament today for the Bearcats. We weren't sure what to expect from him. Uh, I think this is one of his first times. He filled in a few times for us last year, but uh, this will be his first opportunity to be the man at 106, and, um, you know, he stepped up pretty well. Um, we'll see where he's in a front quarter position here, about to get scored on. Pedro goes behind the arms and Lish return. But um, uh, we like what we've seen today as long as he keeps his motor going. Um, he's a tough kid. Frank, wouldn't you say that uh, Dylan Ritchie is one of those kids that fits into this carny mold, the farm system type deal? This kid's won a ton of matches in the last two years at the JV ranks, and now it's his turn coming into this thing rated fifth in the state. Yes, he's got all the tools there, and we've seen that, and he's developed them over the years. But but now, you know, sometimes it's it's just a different level, right, going from junior high to high school, you know, from JV to varsity. And so those are some of the, the growing pains that, that Dallin's going to have to work through. But uh, like I said, he's, he's got all the, the physical tools that, that he needs. Pedro still with a 2 nothing lead as they try to ride him out in the final 10 seconds here of the first period. Good little switch there by Richie, but I don't think he's going to be able to score on him here before the end of the period. So Juan Pedro of Grand Island, a 2 nothing lead over Richie as they go to the second period. In the championship match, it is Swift of Lincoln East and Burks of Omaha Burke wrestling to a scoreless tie. Really only one good shot during that entire first period, Larry. Yeah, and Swift's wrestling really, really tough for East. Burks had one good scramble. Swift 
uh, was able to fight it off. Swift's going to defer, and Burks just wants to, oh, nope, I thought he wanted to go on his feet. He's going to go ahead and go down. Many times these kids that do all that wrestling like Burks, he wants to be on his feet. Coaches, especially early in the season in these matches, will make him go down simply so they can work on getting out later in the season. They're going to have to. That said, I don't know much about uh, Nick Swift. He's a freshman, but uh, but he didn't get scored on in the first period by Jacason Burks, which uh, not an easy not an easy feat. Back over in the uh, third place match, Carney Grand Island. It's still Pedro of Grand Island with a two nothing lead over Richie of Carney, but it looks like Richie is going to get an escape on the edge of the mat here and make it four to one. Yeah, I think it's going to reversal be- escape. Going to be four to one. Richie's a good-looking kid. His body's put together. I like his motor. Needs to be a little sure, I think, here on his feet. Yep, just needs to get overall confidence in general. Um, just basically finish what he starts, you know. Um, no no half shots. Shoot, shoot with intention. Shoot with purpose. And you see that with these guys. Like what you're seeing with Richie right now is he's he's laying his hands. He's not reaching and putting his hands on Pedro to create an angle. There he's nice you know, nice outside head head crotch, high crotch there. He should finish this. He should. He's behind. He's got a lift. Uh, there's a nice return. If he keeps that wrist, he could get some backs here. So Richie with the takedown. He now trails four to three to Pedro of Grand Island with 40 seconds to go in the second period. We've had some issues over with the clock in the championship match between Burks of Burke and Swift of Lincoln East. And it looks like uh, you're going to get the escape here for Jackson Burks. So Jackson Burks got the escape to start the period. They're on their feet here with a one nothing lead. Yeah, now it's 5-3 to three over there with Richie and Pedro. I think if Richie got going on his feet, I think he's better on his feet than Pedro. He's letting Juan Pedro bring it to him, and that's not good. Yeah, Pedro's in deep on that head outside, but he stopped on his knees. That's a deadly sin, stopping on your takedown, but... Richie's not capitalizing and allowing Pedro to, to circle his circle his feet around here. Looks like they'll run out of time here in the second period. So Pedro, with that escape, has a 5-3 lead over Richie of Carney, and they will go to the third period, and it will be Richie's choice. So he'll take down, trying to get two points to tie this thing up. And back over here in the championship match, uh, Swift got the escape, and then we've got a 3-1 lead now for Burks. I really think if Richie, I think Richie will get out here without question and make it 5-4. He needs to get going on his feet. He's better on his feet than Pedro is. He's got to be a trigger puller here. So off the whistle, he comes straight to his feet, faces Pedro. Pedro gets the leg. Nice inside stand-up. He's got to step down hard with that left leg and pull up on that whizzer. Yeah, you go whizzer wrist oh, and stomp Pedro's your got foot. A tight, tight cradle here. He's getting back points. That's huge for Grand Island there. He's going to get two for sure. So Pedro now up 7-3. to three. Richie gets out of there. Still plenty of time. A minute 30 to go here in the third period. But, but you said it there, Frank. He's got to go wizard wrist and have a real heavy leg. Stomp his foot and get heavy. He didn't do that there, and that, and that, that enabled that whole scramble to end up in a cradle. Another cardinal sin, keeping your head near your knee. That's right. Senior versus freshman. And Pedro trying to make the most out of this opportunity. The freshman has the lead. Nice head inside single to a cradle by Burks out here. And, oh, That's they're going to have to uh, go back and look, I think. Look at that. I think maybe time ran out. That was a pretty slick little exchange, though, wasn't it? Yes, Very effortless yes. by Burks. Head inside single, dumped him right into a cradle. That was a great transition, Larry. Yeah, he looks to be pretty good. I mean, we're just at the 2nd of December, so 
but he's somebody my guess is we'll see on Friday night, uh, the third week of February. So Pedro's got the legs in over here in the third place match, but he's too high. Richie can do some good here, but I don't know if he's going to be able to get out of there without a stalemate first. He's got to find one of those arms out so then he can get yep. up and, and, and keep working. He's got everything right, but he's got to get an arm out. Yep, if he can continue in that tripod and just continue to shimmy, shimmy, shake through there. The worst part is this lets Juan Pedro just eat clock. Yeah, there 30 is seconds no, left. There is no pin over here. They do say it's after the clock, so Burks of Burke now up by a score of 7-2 to two over Swift, the freshman of Lincoln East, as they start the third period. They and we did. do stalemate it over here in the uh, third-place match, so it remains Pedro of Grand Island 7, Richie of Kearney 3, with just 26 seconds to go. Here we're seeing Jacason Burks trying to separate himself from the from the group, from the rest of the field, as he's kind of pouring it on here now. Gets another nice, slick little single-leg takedown, up 9-2 to two now. Yeah, he did a great job with that. Little high C gets in on it and then cuts the thing back. What a great job. Yeah, with a minute 20 left, I'd, I'd look for him to score at least a couple more takedowns if, if that's what he's, he's trying to go for here. Richie's able to get an escape to cut it to two, but he's not able to score from the top, and that's going to end the match as Juan Pedro of Grand Island takes a 7-5 to victory over Richie of Kearney in the third-place match at 106 pounds. Yeah, and that's uh, Juan Pedro looks pretty good. Young guy there that looks like he's going to be game down the line. Yep, those guys will have plenty more opportunities to settle that one again, but uh, not a bad day for Dallin. I think coaches are, are going to be pretty happy with his effort, and uh, we'll learn from it and move on. 9-3 still in the championship match. We're going to have a Grand Island Hastings third place match at 113. Ferguson of Kearney and Cobes of Columbus getting ready to come up in the 113-pound championship. Uh, I see what Cason Burks did right there. He scored from the front headlock off of a bad shot. That's a big difference between the average and the elite wrestlers, guys scoring from that front head and arm position. I was guilty of this in high school, and it took me a long time to learn it. A lot of guys are just happy to settle, happy to hang in a front headlock. They're happy they stopped the shot. That's the best opportunity to score short offense from, and uh, that was a great, great example of it there by Burks. And you're exactly right, Frank. That's where we see the separation is where you get guys like Burks. Burks, he's going to score on his shots, and he's going to find ways to score on your shots. Yep. And it is a matter of just wrestle through. You know, we always tell them wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. People maybe don't understand what that means. Every single position position needs to be wrestled out. And like you said, high school kids sometimes just get in the spot where they hang out. Jason yep. Burks is able to finish off and become our first champion with an 11-3 win over Nick Swift of Lincoln East in the 106-pound championship match. Third place, 113, Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island and Dylan Miller of Hastings. They've wrestled a scoreless first minute over there. Something else that we should probably say here is, again, because it's a pool tournament, because they're not necessarily wrestling third with that one-minute first period, because of pool play, it's a complete six-minute match if it goes the distance. Yeah, and that's actually, I mean, the nice thing, if you're a wrestling coach, the best thing about pool play is everybody gets to wrestle and everybody gets six minutes. It really is good for mat time. So now it is Gage Ferguson of Kearney taking on Tanner Kobza of Columbus in the 113-pound championship. A couple of freshmen here. Uh, Gage Ferguson is a nice story for the Bearcats today. Uh, was planning on being JV1 today, but uh, had some things uh, go on with weigh-ins, and uh, he was able to step up and find himself in the finals here. So a great, great effort by Gage. Yeah, I mean, you get 
bumped into the lineup that late and find yourself 3-0 and at about 4 o'clock on opening day, and that's a pretty good day. And and I can't say it's a complete – he's a kid that we know is tough. He's, he's wrestled in the offseason a lot. He's, he's put in a lot of time. And, again, he's another kid that, that's got those tools there, uh, and he's young. And so he's, he's got excellent defense, and that will keep you in a lot of, lot of close matches. Frank, Carney High Wrestling Room Street wrestle off to see who gets – or is there a little more to that? Uh, no, for, I'd say for the most part it's, it's pretty much straight up. Um, guys want to wrestle off, they, they let them know, and, uh, you know, they let them, let them get her, get her settled on the mat. Over in our third-place match at 113, Elise Mares of Grand Island gets a takedown midway through the first period and is able to ride out Dylan Miller of Hastings. So it's 2 to nothing. They go to the second period. Miller is going to take bottom here in the second. Still no score in the championship between Coves of Columbus and Ferguson of Kearney. You know, Gage Ferguson's hand defense here has been fantastic. Uh, Cobes has taken many shots. He's ended up underneath Ferguson a hundred times, but hasn't been within two feet of his leg. Right, but here's this is an excellent example of what we were just talking about. We wish Gage would would work harder at scoring from that position. Cobes actually tried to sucker drag him there, and Gage transitioned nicely into. Now he's got a head inside single leg or double head inside double leg almost. But you're exactly right. Ferguson hangs out there forever and then has to kind of fight it off for a little bit. Instead, he needs to get busy and pound and look to score from that position. Yep, that's what I've been preaching to the guys. Anytime that you relax, you give the other guy a chance to regroup and, and retaliate, essentially. You want to basically try and you know keep their head underwater, so to speak. Don't give them a chance to breathe. Well, pressure is so important because as I pressure you, I'm bringing it to you. You're defending what I've got going on versus you offending me, if that makes right, sense. Right, right, versus trying to come up with ways to score. Yeah, absolutely. Ends up being a scoreless first period between Gage Ferguson of Carney and Tanner Kobza of Columbus. Kobza takes bottom to start the second period. You're listening to the 2017 Carney High Wrestling Invitational on KKPR-FM. Carney, Hastings, Grand Island, and as always online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Again, the breaking story within the last hour after Central Florida's win over Memphis. Numerous outlets officially reporting that Scott Frost will be named Nebraska's head football coach maybe as early as tonight. We're expecting a press conference tomorrow in Lincoln around noon. And back to the championship, I just saw both Larry and Frank's head drop a little bit. They call a uh, stalemate. Well, it's a stalling on Ferguson. Stalling, and here's the thing. I get it. He's he's fairly parallel. His hips aren't out to the side. But he's got the wrist. He's got uh, um, Kobza's wrist completely behind him and worked all the way out, clearly working for a turn. Yeah, that, I didn't like it. Did that's you? one of those where, as a coach, you got you're like, yeah, I get it. You know, yeah. letter of the law or, you know, exactly by the rule you're calling it. But, you know, Gage, Gage is working hard. He's got that. That uh, that wrist isolated, grinding that that tricep. Um, but I, you know, uh, that's a tough one to argue. Go it's back a judgment up. call either way. Go back over to the third place match. Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island get get did get the escape in the second period, and so Ramirez of Grand Island three, Miller of Hastings nothing, and Miller will choose bottom to start the third period. And back over here in the uh, championship match, Cobza of Columbus does get the escape with 40 seconds to go in the second period, and they will come back to the center circle here. It's one nothing. Cobza of Columbus leading Ferguson of Kearney. Yeah, and Dylan Miller chose down as you said, and he didn't want to. <laughs> he did not necessarily want to go down. Alicia Ramirez has been kind of mean to him on top, but he knew he had to. He's got to get the escape and then get a takedown to try to take this thing to overtime. 
Ferguson in on a shot here, Frank. Yep, Ferguson's got a head down. Oh, back trip at the buzzer. Two seconds left. Gets a nice double leg takedown. Did a nice job of continuing to drive through. It looked ugly from the get-go, but sometimes you got to start somewhere, right, Larry? I mean, well, you got to get in, at least grab a leg, and then go from there. And that's what uh, that's what Ferguson did on that, that one. And that's the thing. As a high school wrestler, you got to get guys, especially when you attack the legs, most guys attack, stop, and they end up with their arms out in front of them. What Ferguson did there is he continued to move forward, which kept his hips under his arms, and he was able to get the takedown. That forward pressure will always win. And that's huge because now Ferguson gets choice to start the third. He takes bottom. Ferguson leads it 2-1 to one here over Cobes of Columbus. But here's where you can't forget about that stall call in the first period, so... We can't just hang out on bottom here and, and lay around for the next minute and a half. Yeah, and he's got to really work here because there's a cradle getting locked up. There he worked out of it. But also a guy that hasn't been in the lineup a ton, this is a really important spot because these are important spots in February. You get in a spot where you're up by one, you cannot allow your mind to reward yourself. You've got to work and get out. Build your lead. But you, you see what's interesting, Larry, though. You see that Cobes is riding the exact same way yes. that Gage was in the first period. Back Gage over. needs to get his head off the mat. He's not gonna. He's not gonna get the help with his forehead on the mat. Back over in the third place match, Dylan Miller of Hastings does get an escape here, but he trails Ramirez of Grand Island three to one with 40 seconds to go. So Cobes had tried to put the legs in on top. Ferguson catches it. Is in a good position here if he can stay patient here and shimmy that left elbow through and come across the body. Ferguson or party Cobes is just trying to hold on for a stalemate here because. If Ferguson comes through, he's got him in a world of hurt. I think he's going to come through. Cobes had tried to get cute there and tried to look for, like, some back points, and there's the reversal. Just had to bail on it, had to had to release. He was just, just had a hold of a head and arm, had to release to a power half, and kind of a last-ditch effort. He, he needed to do what you said, Frank. He needed to hang on for the stalemate. He was about to get it, and but, Cobes but that, it, That's hard to do, Larry, knowing no you're question. down. You know, no he, question can't sit on your butt for the last minute and a half but this, this has been a very impressive six minutes here for Ferguson yeah and you know and this is uh these are the kids that uh win or lose the state tournament for no you question. in February right the kids that you you don't expect to be there and nobody else does either and Gage Ferguson able to hold on over the final 20 seconds after the reversal Ferguson four and Kobza one to take home the 113-pound championship here at the Kearney Invite. And it ends up 5-1 over here in our third-place match, Ramirez for Grand Island over Miller of Hastings. We'll take a break. You're listening to the 2017 Kearney High Wrestling Invite on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. It's never too late for Enzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Enzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. 
With Endzone's white application window, you can even add Endzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Endzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Endzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Endzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. And we continue on with the 2017 Carney High Wrestling Invitational. Talk to Frank Cuchera, Larry Baker, as we move on to the 120-pound championships. Here's Max Mayfield of Lincoln East against Darlin Diaz of North Platte in the third place match. Colby Lucas-Savage of Grand Island against Blaine Kyle of Hastings. And to start things off, Lucas Savage is going to get a first period takedown, and they restart. The score is two to nothing. We haven't had any of the Tri City kids so far, so far in the fifth, sixth place match. Yeah, and Blaine Kyle for Hastings, you know, was fourth a year ago at the state meet. Really good wrestler, but right here we see Lucas Savage. He's got a 2-0 lead, and he's working. Kyle, this is interesting. Grand Island right now is very much in a rebuilding phase. They're really young and rebuilding, but what I've seen so far, they're tough. Morrison's got them going here. Of course, Joy Morrison, their head coach from Lincoln East, UNK, was uh, formerly also at Lexington, doing a fabulous job. And I tell you what, Colby Lucas-Savage is a freshman. You see he's 3-1, and one, has one loss to Max Mayfield today. But uh, remember this name. He's a tough kid. I've known him since he was a little tyke. He actually grew up north. Uh, around Ainsworth for, for a bit, lived in St. Paul, and now is wrestling for GI. But he's going to be a tough kid, as you see him out to a 2-0 lead over, over a quality opponent here in uh, Kyle. Over in the championship, Max Mayfield of Lincoln East has done the takedown escape takedown and uh, leading North Platte here by a score of a 4-1 to one at the end of the first period. Yeah, kind of interesting. Jordan Barber for North Platte was a state place winner last year at this weight, and Diaz beats him 5-2 to two in a wrestle-off, Doug, to get himself into this tournament, and now he's in the finals. Man. I spoke to Coach Hall for North Platte a little bit earlier today. I asked him how things were going. That was the first thing that came out of his mouth. You know what? We got a great crop, great crop of young kids. Uh, we just got to keep them rolling and keep them in the lineup over the next four years. So maybe some good things to come for the Bulldogs. Well, Max Mayfield is able to get a quick escape here to start the second period. So Mayfield of East with a 5-1 lead over Diaz of North Platte. And don't forget, coming up in a little bit, the 138-pound final, one of the two matches of the day, James of Kearney and Louts of Hastings. Hey, man, at 26, we got Moomy coming. We got, I mean, this thing's getting ready to get yummy. You know, we've seen a, a pretty solid lineup here in the final so far of uh, what I would say at, at least one state finalist in every match so far. Looking at Max Mayfield returning runner-up as a freshman last year, um, <clears throat> people throw around the term hammer a lot. as That means somebody that's really doggone good, and Max Mayfield is, is in that, uh, that category. Well, and I guess as you mentioned that too, guys, uh, nothing against these first three weight classes, but when's the last time that we didn't have, like, the number one or number two six-pounder, 13-pounder, either from Kearney or Grand Island during the run that these teams have had here over the last seven, eight years, maybe longer? Yeah, that's exactly right. Now moved a little bit to the Metro. We still have the number one kid in Class A. He just happens to live in Omaha. <laughs> All these guys, see, but we're getting ready to get to him. They just grew. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the same kids. They're just not as small anymore. Elba, man. 
There, Blaine Kyle, they've had to tape him up. He's got a knee issue. This is taking forever. Getting ready to start the second period. Lucas Savage is going to go down. Kyle on top. Kyle can be really tough on you on top because of his length. He's extremely lean and really, really long. Looks like he's about 6'3". That's pretty... That is really long for that weight class. 2-0. Lucas Savage of Grand Island has the lead over Kyle of Hastings as they start that second period. Now another takedown for Max Mayfield of Lincoln East. He is up 7-1 over Diaz of North Platte with 20 seconds to go here in the second period. Yeah, Mayfield's tough. You know, you're really starting to see... Uh, Coach McCurdy and Coach Rutledge's style starting to come out in the East, guys. You know, they've got a very unique thing. Both uh, multi-All-Americans, both uh, state champs uh, in high school as well as team state champions. Most generally, those guys go on, find their own program, and try to make a legacy. They both went home and they're co-head coaches, and they said, let's do this together. And clearly, that program is uh, its happening. Yeah, they're they're fun to watch. that's one of one of the better things about social media these days is I get a chance to follow these guys and I, I love everything that they're doing. It's everything that that we did when we were at UNK. I mean, as far as the, their organization, the games that they play for warm-ups, you know, the things that they do for team building, their team retreats, things like that. It's 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 just fun to watch, and those guys have a lot of fun doing what they're doing. Now 11 to 2 Mayfield as we go into the third period as a Diaz will take down to start the third and an escape over here for Kobe Lucas Savage of Grand Island uh, midway through the second period so he has a three nothing lead over Kyle of Hastings in the third place match. Yeah, and Lucas Savage, uh, Kyle's on full attack mode right now, but Lucas Savage is doing a nice job controlling Kyle's wrists. So there's nothing Kyle can do here. He's so long he can get to the leg from uh, Hall County. I mean, I mean a long ways away. But Lucas Savage and for a freshman, those are the nuances you expect to see out of a veteran guy. So this kid's pretty good. Yeah, you you would think if Kyle locks his hands there, uh, uh, Colby would be in some trouble. But like you said, nice job of controlling that. Diaz, Darian Diaz of North Platte gets an early escape here in the third period, but he's down 11-3 against Mayfield of Lincoln East, looking to hit a home run here, or just stay off his back as well. There's a nice single-leg shot by Mayfield, and he is going to be able to get the takedown on the edge of the mat to go up 13-3 with a minute to go. Well, I tell you, I don't care if it was all the way back to when Keenan's dad was coaching Lincoln East to today. Home runs come out of that East program. Don't let them control your wrist, because whether it's a Granby roll, some sort of super deck, something, they'll find a way to get you to your back. They are going to be dangerous. And then the other thing, too, that, that dawned on me today is they're going to have a twister in there, too. No uh, question. Jeff Rutledge was a, was a twister uh, uh, machine as well. And, of course, Marty McCurdy is here today watching the wrestling. And uh, Tom McCann was, but uh, now he's on his way down to – uh, Hayes with the UNK wrestling team. They go to the Bob Smith Open tomorrow. Other members of the Lopers, along with a lot of Division One teams like Nebraska, and in Vegas for the Cliff Keen uh, National Tournament. Ooh, a lot. I mean, that thing's the creme de la because that is a great tournament. You know, you get the Southern Scuffle in D1. It's mostly we get mostly duels, but we get the Southern Scuffle and we get the Cliff Keen Vegas. And I watched most of it the last two days. And man, what a great tournament! Oh man, some very high level top game from Max Mayfield right there. He was riding half Nelson with an arm bar on the opposite side. That's that's some some straight up Keenan McCurdy uh, nastiness right there from the top position. Yeah, and like uh, we said, it's 13 to three, and he's not looking to end or end the thing by time. He wants to end it himself. 
And he does. He ends it in a pin in five minutes and 42 seconds to take home Max Mayfield, Lincoln East, the 120-pound title over Darian Diaz of North Platte. Still have some injury and some blood time over there in the third-place match. Lucas Savage of Grand Island continues to lead Kyle of Hastings 3 to nothing in the third period. Now Philip Mooby of Kearney will take on Jason Scott of North Platte for the 126-pound title. Yeah, and you got to understand, Philip Mooby, all he brings to this thing is a double All-American at Fargo, you know, uh, this summer, uh, as well as a cadet Greco national champ. I mean, this kid has done a lot of wrestling. Frank, let me ask you, uh, because good uh, story, I believe it was on NTV this week, as he gets the takedown. He's getting a lot of pub. I believe he was on the front cover of one of the national wrestling magazines here uh, recently. With all due respect... He's coming into the Carney High wrestling room and probably won't see anybody most of the year like he wrestles in the offseason. How hard is that? Uh, or is that accurate? Yeah, no, that, that, that may, may or may not be accurate, but Philip has a great mindset. Um, uh, he's not going to let his head get too big. He's not going to be too big for the situation. I think he knows what he's capable of. But he also knows that he has a lot more to learn. And so, you know, as a coach, how do you coach a kid that's that's proven himself to be the best in the nation um, <clears throat> already? Uh, but it's it, there's still a lot of little things, and um, we just try and try and find something that he can improve on because everybody has something that they can improve on. As you can see, he almost got Peterson there. So, I mean, it, it, it's very important for these guys to stay grounded, and, and Philip does a good job of that. He's a hard worker. Well, and you take that, and, I mean, wrestling's wrestling, but you have to understand he was a Greco national champ, which is a massive deal, right? But you can keep a kid's interest because now he has to protect his legs. The summer we went to Fargo, there's no leg attack in Greco, right? So you can keep his attention with the nuances of wrestling. And if he's a coachable kid, which clearly he is, he'll be able to stay engaged. But he's got a four-to-one lead he's going to take to the second quarter. You have to second prote- protect your legs and or get out of bottom uh, when That's it right. counts, uh, which, is, which is another big difference. Um, so, But, uh, again, yeah, Phillip's very well-rounded, and um, he's had a lot of success. And he'll continue to do so. But okay. Okay, the first period comes to an end. Mumi's up 4-1, to one, but has some blood, so they'll take care of that between periods. Over here in the third place, Matt, looks like Lucas Savage, uh, they were both up the entire third period, and he's going to be able to take care of Blaine Kyle 3 to nothing to take third at 120 pounds. Okay, you gave me the coach speak. Now give me the analyst speak on Phillips Mumi and tell me what you, what you do to not make mistakes when you are not seeing I mean, he can, he can gamble and get away with some things when he's got the talent that he's got. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know that there's much difference between the coach speak and the analyst. I mean, <laughs> you, you just, you know, you, you just say you know, stick, to your, stick to your game plan. You know what you do best. Um, don't get flashy. Just stick to the basics and uh, hard work. Here's one thing I'll say, and this is we talked earlier about the room, and it's a competitive room by kids. But you've also got coaches in there that are All-Americans and national champs. And here's where it matters, Doug. I guarantee you he can't score on any one of them. And I mean that. Like, I, I mean that. There's, there's dudes in that room, not his classmates, but there's dudes in that room that can work that kid. Let's go over to the fifth-place match, Grand Island's 
Camden, Iowa of Columbus, leading Jacob Sheldon of Grand Island, Iowa of Columbus, with a one nothing lead, getting the escape, and they are midway through the match now, down to about 30 seconds to go in the second period. Columbus with the lead. Doug, I will say the win by Lucas Savage over Blaine Kyle, that is a big win for a freshman. Blaine Kyle has got a really tough style to wrestle as well. He owns a state medal. That's a big win in an opening weekend for a freshman. Well, Mooby takes bottom here in the second period, and Frank uh, maybe in a little trouble here against Scott of North Platte. Yeah, I mean, for, for everything that we've talked about Philip Mooby's accomplishments, uh, Jason Scott, as a senior, is here to wrestle, right? I mean, it's 4-1. to one. Uh, Scott's riding him for over 30 seconds now, so <clears throat> there's, there's no, no easy matches. There's no free lunch uh, on any given weekend. Now finally spin it out of there and getting the escape is Mooby. So Mooby is now up by a score of 5-1, to one, a minute 10 to go in the second period. Over in the third place match, once again we have a Hastings Tiger, and that is going to be Isaac Hunsley taking on Nathan Rizek of Lincoln East, and East getting the takedown to start the period. A reset in the middle, just 30 seconds gone here in the match. See, I really think here, Mooby, there's some blood, there's going to be a stoppage here. He's up 5-1, to one, but these are the spots, really, it looked like maybe there was a little bit of trouble when he was on the bottom, but it really just boiled down to being, I mean, the guy was stalling, just hanging on to his legs. Once you break free and get back to your feet, now you don't hang out. Get going, extend your lead, don't let the guy breathe. Where he was just kind of hanging on to you, trying to keep it close, now stretch him out. Hunsley in the third place match of Hastings is able to get an escape here, and it's 2-1, to one, and he's in on another shot here, trying to get the uh, lead over Rizek of Lincoln East, and he's got it. He's got the shot. He's up 3-2, to two, a minute to go in the first period. Over here in the fifth place match, right off the whistle in the third period, Jacob Sheldon of Grand Island on bottom was able to get the reversal on Camden Ewan of Columbus. Now Ewan has escaped, and it's 2-2 two, two with a minute to go in the match. You know, and that's the other challenge, guys, that you're going to see with kids that have had this much success is the guys that they're wrestling are aware of that, right? And so their game plan is to keep it close. So a big, strong, athletic kid can play pretty good defense at times. And so that's something where these guys, you got to be patient, right? Stick to your basics. Don't don't go out of your comfort zone. No, stick with what works, and eventually you'll just chip away, and it'll work. Yeah, and I would say in this match, because right now it's a heck of a scramble again, it's 7-1, to one. And there, it's going to turn 7-3. to three. Mumi gets reversed. Don't sleep on Jason Scott at the end of the year. This kid's tough, real good hips. Senior? Senior. So 7-3, to three, Mumi has the lead. Now he gets an escape. Ten seconds to go in the second period. Mumi will be up 8-3. to three. He goes in like a bull trying to get a headlock throw. But uh, Mike can take down? Yeah, he does. His time expired. Kind of Scott Great. gave that one up there at the very end, and it's going to be... 10 to 3, Mumi over Scott of North Platte. Classic to the third. example, hanging out in that front headlock position, and Phil took uh, advantage of it big time. Just a quick, easy go behind. There's no easier points than that right there. And I think the important thing is, and Philip Mumi knows this, but the important thing for him is not to listen to guys like us up here doing what we're doing. And I really mean that. Philip Mumi's going to get beat again in his career. I'm just telling you, it's going to happen. You know, he's not the greatest thing ever. He's an amazing kid, hard worker. He just needs to remember what got him to this spot and not listen to everybody talk about how amazing it is and he should blow everybody away because he won't. Now let's go back over to the third place match to uh, start the second period. Rizek of East and Hunsley of Hastings are tied 3-3. Rizek took bottom and he's working to get out here for a reversal. And there it is. He's got a five. Nope, no, they waved it off. They gave it and then waved it off. Yeah, they're in a switch-re-switch situation. It's sort of a who's got who. 
Now they do award the reversal, so Hunsley is down 5-3, to three, and he's going to get taken to his back. Going with the old-school guillotine there. Yep. If he can keep that leg lock, keep his hip in. He did get some backs off it, though. And Mumi here, wrestling on top in the third period, is able to tilt Scott and get three back points. So with the near fall, it's 13-3. to three. Mumi with one minute to go in the match. Carney High 161, Lincoln East 155 and a half right now in the team race. Little bent leg Turk, Dave Schultz style with that thing. You don't get that very often. You don't get it taught because if you see he he comes off of the head because if he goes to the head, they'll call it a back bow. But I love that little bent leg Turk. You don't see that very often. You don't, you don't. But when I talked about doing something with intention and purpose, I mean, that's the difference between riding a guy and turning a guy, right? You go out there to ride wrist, or you go out there to guy to turn a guy with, with a two-on-one, and that's what Philip Mumy did right there. And he picked up three more near fall. Mumy's up 16-3 to three with 30 seconds to go. They're in overtime over here with Sheldon of Grand Island and Ewan of Columbus with 25 seconds to go in overtime. And over here in the third-place match, it is Hunsley of Hastings down 10-3, to three, but he just hit a big turn, and he's trying to pin Rizik, but he's going to run out of time here as they go to the third period, but he's back in the match. Did he he's get got any back three points? backs in the bank here. There they come. Yeah, so a, a five-point move, and he cuts it to 10-8 as they go to the third, and Mumi is able to pick up three near fall as the match expires to give him the technical fall, 19-3. Philip Mumi of Kearney High over Jason Scott of North Platte. And in that 19-3 win, Philip Mumi was intentional. Very, very. Yes. And, and I can tell you, Phillip's probably not going to be happy with that result, but that's that's why he is where he is, right? I mean, he's driven. Um, he's focused on what he wants to do, and uh, he's going to learn from it and, and be better. Uh, coming up, the 132-pound championship, Columbus and Lincoln East. We will take a break here as we bring you the 2017 Carney High Wrestling Invitational. Carney, a slim lead over Lincoln East in the team race in the 138-pound final. The big one for our area, Class A number one, Nick James, Class B number one, and uh, Connor Lauchs both have some medals around their neck that would drown an elephant, and that'll be coming up here in just a few minutes. Again, over in third, uh, Hunsley of uh, Hastings is down 10-8 as they open up the third period. We'll be right back. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Frank Cuchera, Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth as Carney Cuchera of Columbus and Brecklin Sperling of Lincoln East are battling here in the 132-pound final. Frank, a little flurry here early. Yeah, great matchup going on out here. Carter Kuchera, returning state medalist for Columbus. Uh, Sperling from Lincoln East, young, good-looking young kid here. Carter or Kuchera gets the takedown, but Sperling with a nice step over 
for a reversal, so they're all knotted up with uh, 20 seconds left. Yeah, and Carter Cuchera is rated fifth in the state, but at 126 pounds, so there must be some thought maybe he's going to head head down. Over in that fifth-place match while we were away, Sheldon of Grand Island wins in sudden victory, 4-2 to two over Ewan of Columbus, and now Hunsley has got the reversal here in the third period. Hunsley of Hastings was down 10-3, to three. now it's 10-10. to 10. Well, 10 to 10, 50 seconds to go in the match. It looked like they was really close to getting some strokes there. 44 seconds left. And there's going to be the escape. He's going to find himself down by one, Doug. Got to have a quick finish here. Yeah, and this is always the tough spot. He's in on a leg. He's in on a leg, but that's not a quick finish position, though. Head inside with your, with your head down on your knees. He's got a circle. He's got a post. He's got to come up. Oh, nice defense. Great by defense. Rizak right there. Rizak's hips just became lead. Uh-huh. Well, here comes Hunsley trying to face up here. 12 seconds. He's got to get that leg back. There he needs a peek out. If he can peek that head out and change directions, he could dump him to his butt. But Rizak doing a nice job. That's another thing that we're seeing here is one scrambling and two defense that I think is consistently getting better uh, uh, throughout the high school division here. And Rizek able to hold on for an 11-10 to 10 win over Hunsley of Hastings in the third place match at 126. Back in the championship, after Kuchera got the escape from being reversed, Sperling was able to take him down, so Breckland Sperling of Lincoln East has a 4-3 lead over Kuchera as they move into the second period. Kuchera of Columbus takes bottom and has yet to get out in the first 45 seconds. Yeah, Sperling came out with a ton of confidence here in the second period and uh, just hit a sweet low single and uh, is, is still riding Kuchera right now. And now we've got a little Tri-City get-together. Hastings has got a ton of kids on that third place mat here this afternoon, and as we go to 132 pounds, we will have Another Hastings wrestler, Hastings Carney, in the 132-pound third-place match. Gage McBride of the Bearcats, Mason Brumbaugh of the Tigers, and McBride gets the first takedown. Yeah, he did a great job there. Gets it on a single and cut it back. Nice finish. His transition from shot to finish was really good. He didn't hang out and let the guy get heavy on him. Gage is a guy that uh, state... Uh, qualifier for the Bearcats last year won a match as a freshman so he's somebody that uh, that we need to step up this year had a huge match in the first first round this morning where he was down 9-0 to a kid from Burke came back and uh, all the way back and I believe pinned him he, but he was winning at the time that he pinned him so that was a that was a huge momentum for the Bearcats this morning as Gage kind of was a fire starter for him. Kuchera for Columbus has been close to getting out here, but he is not going to be able to get out. And Sperling of Lincoln East rides him out the entire second period. Sperling had a pretty good cradle, just about ready to turn him, and then it looked like Kuchera was going to get out, and neither occurred. So we go to the third period, and it's Breckland Sperling of Lincoln East, four, and Carter Kuchera of Columbus, three. And Sperling elects to go both up here after riding him out the whole period, and he's in on a, well, he's in on a little single, but... A beautiful reshot by Sperling. Kachera had no setup on his double leg. Bad shot. He came up. Sperling ducked right in on that single leg. In the third place match, Brumbaugh got the escape, and McBride took him right back down. McBride has a 4-1 lead with 30 seconds to go in the first. Yeah, and it looked to me like Brumbaugh was going to maybe get it going, and McBride just did a great job from Carney after giving up the escape to just get right back in on a leg and a really nice finish again. 
that transition from shot to finish. He was very slick, very clean, and he finds himself up 4-1, to one, 16 seconds left, and one of them's bleeding. Don't forget that we have uh, Kearney Catholic Holdridge basketball right now on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And Storm Hockey right now on the breeze, 94.5. Back to the championship, and a takedown going to be scored here by Carter Cuchera of Columbus, and he has a 5-4 lead with a minute to go over Sperling of Lincoln East. There I was bragging about Sperling's reshot, but Cuchera was able to defend it, snake that leg around the back. He went there the long way around, but he finally scooted around just enough to get the takedown. Yeah, and this is a long time to ride if you're Cuchera. 54 seconds up by one. You've really got to be tough here. But it's comforting to know that you do have that one point to give if, if he has to. Yeah, and it's a matter of just being supremely confident, knowing that, okay, if we get back to my feet, I'm going to get another takedown. Riding the tight waist here, tight waist ankle. You know the ref's going to be watching that in this position for sure. 36 seconds left. Right, I think they got the blood stopped over there in that third-place match. They're going to finish these last, I think it's 16 seconds in the first period, which uh, Brumbaugh from Hastings trails Gage McBride from Kearney 4-1. to one. Running out of time here in the championship. Sperling can't get out. 20 seconds uh, to go. i got to believe we're going to see a stall call here I, shortly. He's living on is, that ankle. He is Kuchera. camped out on that ankle. Oh, little flurry. Sperling tries to roll. Dive under. Five seconds. Kuchera's going to hang on and beat Brecklin Sperling of Lincoln East. Carter Kuchera of Columbus wins the 132-pound championship here at the Carney Invite by a score of 5-4. to four. And now, let's do this one. 138, one of the two marquee finals here today as Nick James of Carney High and Connor Lauchs of Hastings take the mat. Big, big win for Carter Kuchera, but a big win maybe for Carney High as well as East has been quietly just racking up some yes. W's here lately. Here's the deal. This match was on mat one last year. Lauchs comes out and throws the haymaker up 5-0, and James comes back to get the win. If you have not seen Nick James wrestle, he's worth the price of admission because at any time, I mean, he wrestles a very high-octane style. Uh, Lauchs in right away, head inside single. James is doing a nice job of squaring up, staying heavy on the hips. Yeah, he's doing a really good job controlling Laux's hips. Laux is up here. Great finish. Comes out to the back door. Really good chance to get two. Look for Nick to roll through here. He dives under. Uh, Laux is too savvy for that. Yeah, Laux caught him about halfway through and just kind of stopped it. Takedown for Connor Laux. 2-0. 130 to go first period. There we go. Laux is riding extremely tough, really controlling James' wrist. But just like that a minute ago, they rolled through, and Laux had to really scramble. Back over in the third-place match, Gage McBride of Carney took bottom to start the second period, just got the escape. So McBride of Carney five, Brumbaugh of Hastings one, a minute to go in the second period. Restart here in the championship as they come off the mat with a minute ten to go in the first period. Connor Laux with the early takedown of Nick James. Yeah, Nick James, the one thing, or really with Laux as well, they both love this match. At the end of the year, this match means nothing in a sense, right? Because they're both, uh, uh, one's Class A, one's Class B, but they both love this match because they just want to compete. And one more thing to kind of put on your mind is James does get the escape here with a minute to go in the period. This being the last year that Carney High is part of the conference of the GNAC uh, 
This will be probably the only time that Hastings and Carney will meet up and in on a double leg is going to be James, and he's going to get the takedown with a 3-2 lead, 45 seconds to go first period. And i got to be honest, I haven't seen Nick James hit a straight double in a while. Right? Yeah, and I mean, I mean he, that's he, freight train he is double. so confident in his upper body with his underhooks that, that that's where he lives a lot, and that's where he won this match last year. Yeah. Uh, just to see a, you know, a, a, a straight hand fake double leg uh, that impressive there and I, I think as you know that that's what that there's that diversity everybody knows that that guy wants underhooks and be up top if he can develop that shot makes him very dangerous and Louch does get the escape here off of that so it's 3-3 as they're going tie up upper body here on the edge of the mat they'll come off the mat and restart with six seconds to go at 3-3 as we start the third period in the third place match Gage McBride of Kearney has a 7-2 lead over Mason Brumbaugh of Hastings Brumbaugh on bottom to start the third and it'll be 3-3 going to the second period between James and Laux. God, Laux is a senior. I tell you what, I'll, I'll be sad not to be able to see this match next year. Yeah, it's no like kidding. these two were meant for each other, mano a mano. I think on paper, technique-wise, uh, they're, they're like dead even. Laux is a little longer, a little rangier, which I think plays well to his strengths. Uh, this, is, this is a fantastic matchup. And it is a great matchup because Laux is real slick, real technical, and... James is, but James is more of a bull. If, yeah, if the window won't break, he'll shatter it. It's a little more raw, yep, yep. Nick James took bottom to start the second period. It didn't take him long to roll right out of there, less than 10 seconds, so they're on their feet. Nick James of Carney four, Connor Laux of Hastings, three. And they have been aggressive. There's no setting around between these two. They're both taking shots. And they're great, great transition by Laux there with a the reshot, but James is just... Nice job of fending it off. Yeah, because he kind of an outside single, but he kept the far arm. And normally that turns into a score. James did a great job. Oh, great hand, head snap, hand snap, double attempt by James. But good defense by Laux on the, on the edge of the mat. Physical. I think, the, I think they just wanted to go visit the cheerleaders over there. <laughs> well, they got him to scram. Yes, they did. 4-3 James. 1-10 to go second period over Laux of Hastings. And Laux in on a single. Yeah, he's in, he's in good, but again, James is in a spot where he's able to keep his hips heavy. Yep, so keys here for James, square up the hips, keep that head centered, right in the center of your hips, and anchor on that far leg like he's doing. So many kids are taught to cross face when they're little cross face, and it drives me crazy in that position, because if you do that, all you're doing is you're pulling the guy right up into you. And Stuff the head, cover with your hips. We finish things up here in the third period of the third place match. Your final score is going to be Gage McBride of Carney seven and Mason Brumbaugh of Hastings three. Carney picking up some third place points. Yeah, Carney scoring here a little bit, really nice. Quick go behind attempt by James. Laux tries to roll through in a scramble, and James comes out on top. That's a huge takedown, Larry. This is an incredible pace that these guys are wrestling at. I want to see where Nick James is at here in another minute or so uh, on five days of practice. Well, he's running a high half here. He's trying to end this thing. I mean, he's trying to rip Laux's arm off. 15 seconds to go in the second period. James has a 6-3 lead. If James can fin finish with the right out here, that's going to be huge as Laux is just going crazy, and he does get the escape there, so that's a big, big point there. Yeah, he ended up in a crab ride that I don't think his hips were set into, and he just bailed probably the smart thing. That's a big escape. And Laux, no decision, goes straight down to start the third period. Nick James of Kearney, six. Connor Laux of Hastings, four. 
They are ranked number one in Class A and number one in Class B. And Frank's right. We'll see what happens here as this third period gets underway. Nick James was one of those football players in that state finally. Has not been in the room a long time here this year. Nick James did kind of run a gauntlet today. This was a tough bracket. Uh, had to play uh, wrestle Kinneman from Lincoln East, who I think was third last year. Yeah, he was in the semis last year. And so that was a very exciting match. Uh, as we see Nick uh, riding that power half for kind of a spiral ride here. Yeah, and again, he rides that high half and see how he's just digging. Both feet are off to one side. Deep spiral high half. And it puts, he's, uh, Laux is trying to get out the way he did last so, time. Yep, Laux is headhunting here. He's a headhunting, but he's going to get one here. If James can control that hand and come back to his feet. Nice go behind attempt. Yeah, he still has nothing. There's no score here yet. Uh, technically, James is still in control here. No, go, there is no score yet. And now with the yet. go behind. Yep. Wow, what a performance by both of these guys. That tremendous wrestling there. One minute to go in the match. Six to four, James of Carney over Lounce of Hastings. They come off the mat at a restart. And James is a little slow coming back to the middle, understandably so. But that ability by both of these guys to maintain their composure in those scrambles, again, that's another big differentiating factor uh, between the good and the great wrestlers at this level. Yeah, and there's a break. Coach Swarm was asking Dale Bean a question. No changes anywhere. Going to come back and restart at 58 seconds left in the third period. That uh, gives James about 15 seconds of rest there, just uh, as a side note. Can't hurt. Can't hurt. Ty's never been in Omaha. Come on. <laughs> Nick really is doing a nice job with his ride. And here, I mean, this is classic Lauks trying to create as many scrambles as he can. Yep. He's got a good one going here. James is trying to hold crab ride. Gets a leg thrown in there. Laux is going crazy. 40 seconds to go. 6-4 James. And Nick buries both legs. Has a deep, deep power half here. And Laux is lucky he's uh, flexible enough here. I mean, James, this is where he's mean. Yeah, if he's got both, both hooks in like that deep, if he can stretch him out here. Although if Laux can get stood up, he may get a stalemate. Oh, but... 20 seconds to go. Lauk's going to get one more scramble out of him. 15 seconds to go. James up 6-4. to four. 10 seconds to go. Lauk's one more scramble. Oh, this is going to be close. We're looking for a reversal here, but James still has his hips high. And James is going to hold on and get the 6-4 win. No scoring in the third period. James able to ride out Lauk's. And defeat him for the Carney High title for the second year in a row. Nick James, six. Connor Lauchs, four. Well, here's what I'll say. Connor Lauchs, first. Holy cow, does he look good. I mean, he looks really good coming into his senior year. That is for sure. Nick James, a lot of guts there from just not being on the mat a long ways. He looked good, but there was a lot of moxie he's shown there. Uh, I feel sorry for you if you weren't here to witness that. I wish I had a better control of the English language because I don't think... We did that match justice. That was worth the price of admission right there. It was it was like a boxing match where they threw punches the whole time. It was a wrestling match that had no sitting or standing around. It was it was six minutes of action. There was very little off-the-mat time, and that's what makes it uh, very pleasurable to watch. As a wrestling purist and somebody that wants to see wrestling go mainstream, that's what you wish every match was Yeah, like. that's right. That's like watching a 7-6 to six soccer or hockey game. There's some offense in it, but you can appreciate everything that goes along with it. Hey, and talk about offense. Deontay Wilson just came out here. Big takedown. Got the cradle getting back points, Doug. 
Keontae means business when he slaps a cradle on like that. He did that with some intention there. That is tight. He's breaking this guy's head off. Cade Fulner of Columbus is in trouble in the first 20 seconds of the match. It's already 5 to nothing. Look at Tiante attack the far foot. He keeps kicking it out. Yep, so a wrestler's like a table, right? He's got his four posts, his four table legs. If you, if you take one of those table legs away, work for the fall. That's what Tiante's doing there. No wrestlers from the Tri-Cities right now in the third or the fifth place match. So far, Jackson Burks of Burke. Gage Ferguson, Carney, Max Mayfield, Lincoln East, Philip Mooby, Carney, Carter Cuchera, Columbus, Nick James of Carney are your champions so far today here of the Bearcat Invitational. Carney leading Lincoln East to the team race, 166 and a half to 161 and a half, and I don't think they've posted the James victory yet, so uh, they'll add those points up there. And Tiante Wilson looks like he means business. You know, when we last saw him, he went two and two at the state meet. Two kind of tough losses. He loses to the state champ, loses to the kid that gets fourth. Uh, it looks like he's done his job here a little bit in the offseason. Yeah, he's been very motivated, and, and he's a kid that, that we expected and he expected to place last year, so he, he was disappointed in that, and uh, that's what drives the guy, right? I mean, that those those losses are what make you better. Uh, Tiante's a senior this year, expecting uh, you know him to do very well. Um, he's a great leader in the room, both both leads by example and vocal. Gets after guys if they're not pulling their weight. And uh, he's, he's on a mission today. And Wilson is able to tip him again for three near falls. So Tiontae Wilson, an 8 nothing lead over Cade Fulner of Columbus. And Fulner is going to get an escape here in the final seconds of the period. So it is 8-1 Wilson at the end of the first here in the 145-pound championship. Carney going for their fourth champion here in the first half of the weight classes, and Wilson will take bottom to start the second period. And should, shoulda, coulda, woulda, I, I wish I would have been a cradler back in the day because I love watching guys that are cradlers, man. And they don't just put a cradle on, they slap those things on. I was born with alligator arms, so I wasn't able to, but I would have loved to have been a cradler. <laughs> I don't know what my excuse was, Larry. I think I was just too lazy. <laughs> Well, we get things going here off the whistle, and uh, Cade Fulner, the junior out of Columbus, is really putting some aggressive moves here, or at least trying to get something going from top. Fulner did a nice job of returning from the stand-up position, and Tiante actually turned in and reached back and grabbed the head, which is is kind of a no-no. Well, it it is a no-no for sure, Uh, but but he was able to belly back out. But Fulner's got the leg in here. I I don't know what he's got from the top position, but he's trying to work on a little banana split right now. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get that, but... Tiante needs to get this leg out because Fulner is completely controlling the second period to this point. And again, this is that spot. You got an 8-1 to lead. Get out. Extend your lead. Don't let somebody breathe. Don't give them any hope. Don't, don't rest here. Kuchera of Carney will be coming up in the 152-pound final, so that'll be next. Carney seeing some of their kind of their run here of finalists here in the Middleweights, the lower to middleweights. And I think Tiante's had a couple pins today, so you know, maybe good for him to get into that deeper water, so to speak, as he as he does reach back there with kind of a chin whip. No change yet, although he's he's in the top position, he's got to sink a leg. Yeah, he's there gonna, he's gonna get that reversal. Yeah, that was I, I I don't know that the chin whip was to try to get it. It created the scramble that it allowed him uh, to get this. He he does look fairly patient here. It is a two-point reversal. 10-1 to now. Tiontae Wilson of Carney leading Cade Fulner of Columbus. We're down to 15 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, and these bonus points are big when you're in that team race like this. You need the extra points. 
Another well, scramble again. Fuller not able to get off bottom. Speaking of the team race, uh, uh, a gentleman that would have made this wait a lot more interesting, and I believe he's going to be here as Chance Fry. He's at Lincoln East right now, and I understand that they're trying to bring him back down to this weight. Uh, so he's not in the lineup, but he's a state champ from last year. Uh, that, that would make this look a lot different today, too. Well, how about this one, guys? Wilson ends up on bottom in both the second and the third periods here. So Teontae Wilson of Carney up 10-1. to 1. Maybe I missed which period that Wilson picked, but I think Fulner might have actually chose top here in the third. Yeah, I, legitimately, before the chin whip scramble started, Fulner had controlled it. He's down far enough, probably feels good about himself on top, and feels like maybe this is his best shot. He's had no luck on his feet, right? You're already down by nine. And he's been turned by multiple moves when yeah, he's down. I mean, even if you do go down, you get your one, then you're back into a position where you're at a disadvantage. So if you feel confident on top, that's that's your only best bet. But to no avail, Tiante gets the one-point escape here. Minute and a half left, 11-1, to one, Tiante Wilson over Fulner from Columbus. Again, no Tri-Cities wrestlers right now on either the third or the fifth-place match. McBride of Carney took third at 132 over Brumbaugh of Hastings. We're going to take a break here after the Tiante Wilson match, but while they scramble on their feet here, just again, want to let you know that multiple sources reporting within the last hour that it's going to be officially named, uh, official that Scott Frost will be named the Nebraska football coach at a press conference tomorrow. And if I do say so myself, as we said all week on the Doug and Daddy show, it would happen Sunday. Wilson in on a double leg, and he's going to get the takedown here to go up 13-1. to Straight double leg, transition to a leg, Turk. Yeah, he needs to keep job that. Beautiful job of chain wrestling right there, and he's getting backs. And Great. if he doesn't pin him, it'll be a tech fall. Great job of continuing to move his hips and get the corner to finish that shot. Now they did the math wrong tie. Ty said, let him go and let's do it again. <laughs> and then he looked at the scoreboard and went, oh, dang it. Deontay Wilson of Kearney gets the tech fall in 520 over Cade Fulner of Columbus to win at 145 pounds. We've got another Bearcat wrestler at 152 and then another great final at 160. We're at the Kearney High Invite here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. Hitting home runs is sure a thrill, but more often than not, it's the small ball that wins the game in agriculture. At the Aurora Cooperative, we know that by managing the small increments, we can make a huge difference. Couple that with a competitive team who wants you and your farms to win, now that's a true yielding combination. Whether it's grain marketing, animal nutrition, providing agronomic solutions, or turning your corn into your ethanol, Aurora Cooperative's mission is to put equity to work in ways that produce yielding results for your operation. To learn more about the Aurora Cooperative, check out our website at auroracooperative.com. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. All right, let's get back to wrestling action here. This Kuchera does know Frank from Thanksgiving and Christmas. It is Judd Kuchera of Kearney, Denson Stapleton of Burke in the 152 final and a good start here. Yeah, Doug, I do have to claim this one for sure. But, uh, yeah, Judd uh, out with a nice low single uh, to a two-on-one roll-through tilt. Seat belt, he's going to go for it again here. Yeah, he's, he's in doing great an, position. Yeah, he's doing a nice job. He's keeping him right in his 
uh, saddle nice and tight. That position only works if you stay nice and tight. And the escape will make it 4-1. to one. So Stapleton able to get out of there, but Jed Kuchera is up 7-1 uh, to one after the near fall. 9-1 to one now, another nice takedown. Nice low single attempt there, working those two-on-ones. Stapleton from Burke uh, is very, very funky, though. I will say that. I think he's been losing every match today, and he's come back. Uh, he's a guy that's going to turn right into, very unorthodox, reach back and grab your head and start rolling. Yeah, he just tried old-school Peterson roll right there, grab the wrist and reach back for the leg. Over in the third-place match, Joel Smith of Hastings taking on Mason Ingerson of Lincoln East, both 2-1 and one so far today. Yeah, it's, tu- it's tough when you're wrestling a guy like uh, Stapleton simply because they're long, they're lean, and they want to do all that funky stuff. And while you're doing your really good stuff, it just seems like you're in danger at all times. Yeah, you are. And what, what, where you feel good is a head outside and a double leg, and that's that's where the, what he's waiting for. And As- here we go. Stapleton takes top. <laughs> I mean, again, just very unconventional. Yeah, and so like again, you say, you, you get in there and have your head on the outside and go for a ride. So, Kuchera's got to keep his head away from his knee. As you can see, he's reaching over top, looking for that cradle. He's got to find a hand at all times, control a hand at all times. I don't care where you're at. Now he's looking to be in a better position here as he's underneath both legs. And again, technically, Stapleton is not a technician, (laughs) but he's, he's very dangerous. He does know how to pin and score points that way. If, if Judd can just stay patient here, though, that's the that's the question. So yeah. when you're not a technician, that means if it's 10 nothing either way, the match is not over. No. Absolutely not. And Stapleton right there, I mean, was in a, the worst shape you could ever be so in. Look, this is a dangerous spot right here. It is. It is. He's got to go hand control here and work to his feet. He's got to get out of that front head position. Stapleton trailing 9-1 to one here to Kuchera of Kearney. And they're going to give Kuchera the escape. So it's 10-1, to 1 and they'll restart. Yeah, Kuchera was underneath him there, and if he comes up with that head to the outside, it's Danger City. Yep. Right back in kind of the same position, that front headlock position. It looks like Stapleton's got a chancer. Poor, poor choice here. Bad, bad position for Kuchera. He's in that chin whip. Stapleton's trying to hip over to him. He's got to keep getting his hips over. Ooh, Stapleton stepping over. He's so long and dangerous right here. Takedown Stapleton, and he's getting back points on Kuchera. Kuchera in trouble. This 25 seconds. He's got to get an arm through. It's 20 tight. seconds. It's so tight around his neck. He's got a chancer around his neck. He's going to have to be saved by the bell here. He's got to get an arm through there. He's got to lock his hands, try and roll through. 15 seconds. Always oh, get his hips squared up. So Stapleton will get the near fall. And a five-point move from top, but it's still 10-6, to Kuchera, as the second period comes to an end. Over in the third-place match, Joel Smith of Hastings got the takedown of the first period and a quick escape to start the second period. He's up 3-0 over Mason Ingwersen of Lincoln East, a minute 40 to go in the second. And now as we come back to our championship match, it is going to be bottom again for Jed Kuchera. What do you think, guys? Stapleton took top and scored on him. Kuchera got one and then was able to get the takedown well, and near fall. This just all will boil down to the, scr- the scrambles. Uh, Stapleton is extremely long, and he's able to get those arms, like in that neck wrench position, and some of those were, I mean, that's like a vice once he gets there. Yep, and 
Kachera is just going to have to – he's got to wrestle smarter, right? I mean, I, I know his coach just told him to watch out for that. He started off with a great game plan, head inside single legs, but then he rushes those shots towards the end, and then Stapleton lets him into his legs. I mean, that's how those guys have success. They, they bait you into that that home position where you, you're comfortable, and uh, that's right where they want you. Yeah, and, and, and this is one where you tell your guy, and I promise you he was told, was Kuchera, don't roll around with this guy because all, you're going to roll around with him and feel really good, and then all of a sudden you're going to be looking up. Still working from the top is going to be Stapleton trying to get back into the match. He's cut it to 10-6. Is Kuchera doing much on the bottom, guys? No, and I'm trying to decide if that's good or bad. He might just be trying to suck some clock here and not get in one of those scrambles. He leads by four here. And no stall warning yet. In fact, we haven't seen much of that all today. And usually the beginning of the season when you're winded, you'll see a little more of it. And there we talk the official into it. But they they but that's from stalled the top. The top. He was yeah. just riding that ankle. Uh, Kuchera wasn't doing much, but he was riding that ankle. But normally I want extend your lead, attack, attack, attack. If I'm Kuchera here right now, win 6-10. to 10. Like in that situation, if you start rolling around with this guy, you could end up in trouble fast. Absolutely, yeah. If he's content to ride, so be it. Joel Smith of Hastings is going to get a takedown here near the end of the second period. So Smith of Hastings 5, Ingerson of East nothing at the end of the second. We're down to 40 seconds to go here in the championship. Jed Kuchera of Kearney jumped out 9-1. He's holding on to a 10-6 lead now. Over Stapleton to Burke. Jed keeps kind of reaching back, kind of turning in, which makes me really uncomfortable, Larry. Yeah, yeah, because Stapleton wants to cradle in. Then when he reaches back and starts turning in, he balls his body to be cradled. 15 seconds to go. Last chance here. Kuchero, oh, man, he gave up. Oh, no. He just got chauncered. Stapleton kind of started to let him up. He's on his back with seven. Short time. He's on his back with five. Kuchero trying to bridge up. And Kuchero holds on 10-9. That was just silly there. Stapleton literally let him up. And the only reason you would do that is to chauncer. And Kuchero was lackadaisical there and just got chauncered straight to his back. Yeah, he took a breath. He took a breath. And he holds on a 9-1 lead after the first period. Kuchero wins it 10-9 here in the 152 pound final over in the third place match while Larry and uh, Frank catch a breath it was Joel Smith still up 5-0 over Ingerson of Lincoln East a minute to go in the match and now Larry we've got a big one here in the 160 pound championship yeah you got three yellow medals walking out of here Burks of course uh, from Omaha Burke and Deshaun Dixon from Lincoln East Dixon's a state champion and of course Burks has got two this should be really good oh man these guys are two couple of Quick cats out here today, man. I'm ready, excited for this one. Yeah, Burks is really slick. He'll he'll come at you with a lot of slick attacks. Jackson Burks started us off today for Omaha Burke, winning the 106-pound final over Nick Swift of Lincoln East. And now we've got another Burke East matchup. Carney 178, Lincoln East 163 and a half in the team race. So Carney getting closer to solidifying that, especially if Dixon doesn't get a win here. And Burks has got double under here, right on the edge. Dixon's trying to take him out of bounds. Oh, oh. Dixon tried to trip and had no chance. Burks put him right to his back. He's not going to get any back points out of it, but two for sure. That's some horsepower shown by Burks there. Yeah, and there's the deal where you think maybe the horsepower, Dixon's on his way down, so he is a little bit of a smaller athlete. 
He's rated number two at 152 pounds. And, of course, the two-time state champ rated number one right here at 160. And, and Dixon just got the escape a minute to go. It's two-to-one Burks. And, and I put I put some experience on, on Burks' side there because it looks like Dixon was just not comfortable in that, that over-under position. Yeah, I would too. And you saw like he was doing the right thing by squeezing down with the double overs and trying to work his way out of bounds. And then he pushed into Burks and tried a uh, pretty ill uh, advised trip and did a nice job scrambling off his own back. And guys, do want to confirm the University of Nebraska has just made it official. Scott Frost is the next head football coach at Nebraska. The press conference will be at noon tomorrow, and we will have that on ESPN 1460. 1550, The Breeze, 94.5, our home for the Huskers as well. Uh, we'll be in Lincoln tomorrow for the press conference. Official Scott Frost winning with Central Florida today, an undefeated regular season, the AAC championship, and now the official word from Lincoln that Scott Frost is Nebraska's new football coach. And here the first period comes to an end of the 160-pound final. James Burke of Burke leading Deshaun Dixon of Lincoln East 2-1. And conditioning will come into play in this match early in the season. These guys aren't necessarily, you know, we saw it with Laux earlier, but these guys and Nick James, these guys aren't necessarily used to this pace <laughs> this early in the season, and this is a very fast pace. Yep, but there's been uh, there's been a lot of dancing so far, yeah. so to speak, if you know what I mean. Not a lot of firing, a lot of hand fakes, a lot of head fakes, level changes. Looks really nice, a lot of half shots, but nobody's committed to anything yet. Burks took bottom and gets an escape in the first five seconds, so he's up 3-1 to one here over Dixon. Over in the third-place match, it was Smith of Hastings winning over Ingerson of Lincoln East 5 to nothing. and right now Colton Silva of Grand Island has a 2-0 lead over Cash Arnsdorf of North Platte a minute into the match with that takedown. Yeah, and the Burke coaches are complaining uh, about the East wrestler backing up. They're thinking Dixon's backing up there. Yep. And even though Burke is not being that offensive, it appears that he yeah, is, though, because he's controlling the center, and he's shooting him off the mat. Anytime yes. you get to the edge, shoot him off, and vice versa. If, if the guy's doing that to you, you got to get your butt to the center and shoot them off. There is a fifth-place match over here in the Tri-Cities. Kyle Patton of Hastings has a 2-0 lead over Dalen. Keel Lavone, and I apologize, Dalen, if I didn't nail that right. And it's 2 nothing as they start the third period. Patton of Hastings to the lead. Well, I tell you what, Burks just looks powerful. Very, very. And we know that Dixon is very strong also, but Burks is able to just ward off any takedown he's had so far. I mean, he just got out of the last one with just sheer power. Coming up on the place match, we've got another Carney Grand Island matchup. Gus Franz into the Bearcats and Aiden Williams of the Islanders here at the championship at 160, a battle of state champions. It's James Burke of Omaha Burke, a 3-1 lead over to Sean Dixon of Lincoln East. And we have 30 seconds to go in the second period as they wrestle in the center circle on their feet. Yeah, and Aiden Williams, number six rated in the state to start the season from Grand Island. Kind of long and lean. Long wrestlers stink. Maybe I just never liked it because I was the antithesis of long and lean. <laughs> Off the mat again and another restart here in the finals. 3-1, to one, 12 seconds to go. Burks of Burke leading Dixon of Lincoln East on KKPR-FM. Carney Grand Island Hastings and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance of Carney. And here's a shot in there by Burks, but... Not going to get anything as the period comes to an end. It'll be 3-1, and Dixon will get choice as we go to the third, guys. Over here on uh, third-place match, Williams 
Gets a little go behind for a takedown on Gus Franzen. Good good story about Gus. Uh, wrestled a lot as a little kid. And then uh, just uh, gave it up after eighth grade. Uh, is big in the rodeo scene. Does a lot of that year-round. Comes out this year. First match against James Burks. And I tell you what, Gus... Uh, Burks knew he was in a match after it was over. Um, it was a very lopsided score, but I was proud of Gus. He gave it up, uh, didn't give up, <clears throat> and uh, wrestled wrestled solid match. Um, didn't look like he hasn't wrestled since the eighth grade. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, he just he's going to get the reversal here and make it two to zero. Aiden Williams, or two to two, excuse me. Aiden Williams was absolutely putting the hammer down on top, doing a fabulous job, and Gus just kind of hung out and did a. Nice job getting right back in it. Back to the championship match. Deshaun Dixon took bottom and got a quick escape to start the third. So Burks of Burke, three. Dixon of East, two. A minute 30 to go. And they've set the world record now for feints and half shots in this match. There's only been one thing sort of tried, and it ended up with a takedown when Dixon tried the back trip. I mean, it's they literally are... They're fainting. They're hand fighting. And yeah. Dalen Kilavone over here from Grand Island gets a takedown in the final 10 seconds to tie Kyle Patton of Hastings 2-2. Two to two. This is the fifth place match at 182 going to overtime. A minute to go in the championship. Burks checks the clock to see how much more time he has to keep away from Deshaun Dixon. And Dixon's starting to ratchet it up. Well, he's going to need to. He's got 45 left. I want to see somebody commit. Maybe not on the first shot. It's going to take two shots. Probably put two of them together because because they, they can see that first one coming and they're you know they're both athletic enough to, to defend it. As there he gets in, but Burks is bringing him up. It's going to come up up to the upper body here. And off the mat, deep off the mat. 30 seconds to go. Tempers flare a little oh, yeah, bit. They did. Dixon with a little push on the edge. There, Aiden Williams, back on top. And he's tough. He's long and lean with those legs, Doug. Dixon coming at him here, but Burke's getting to the edge of the mat. Now back to the center. Only 20 seconds to go. Dixon walking after him. Burks hasn't been warned either, so he can run if he wants. And that's what he's doing. 12 seconds to go. Dixon has to take a shot. And he backs away. Seven seconds. Takes a shot. There's a stall. Now he's just running. They could get him again. And now Burks goes in and he's going to take a shot. His time expires and they'll give him a cheap takedown. Oh, that was close to turning into a fist fight at the end. I really mean that. That got chippy. Uh, uh, yeah, I was a little surprised uh, nothing else happened there. But a couple five of studs right there. James Burks of Omaha, Burke. Five to Sean Dixon of Lincoln East. Two to win the 160-pound championship. We're going to take a break and be back with more of the Carney High Wrestling Invite on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com right after this. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. 
What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Frank Cuchera here at the Kearney High School. Again, a big thank you to Mitch Stein, Athletic Director, Colton and the crew here for their hospitality. As we move on to the 170-pound championship, Damon Pape of Hastings, Carson Zwigman of Columbus. We've also got Aiden Williams of Grand Island with a 5-2 lead over Gus Franzen of Kearney with a minute 30 to we go in the third-place match at 160, the fifth-place match at 195. Dominic Pavis of Kearney and Chris Carmazin of Lincoln East are scoreless here in the first period. Yeah, and Damon Pape, returning state finalist from last year, just lateral-dropped uh, Zwingman, and there's still 50 seconds left, and Pape's just looking to end this thing now. Franzen with a takedown late over here. Pulls within one. And then Pape. cuts Williams right away, down by two with a minute left, though. Yep. And Pape made quick work there of uh, Zwickman of Columbus. That is our quickest pin of the finals. 118, Pape takes the 170 title. Franzen's back in on a head outside single leg. He's looking to cut it back. Williams is trying to scoot behind. They're right on the edge here. See, Williams is long. He's doing a nice job with his hips here. Gus has got to keep scooting if he... He can maybe help for the head here and try and swim that off. He's got to be careful he doesn't get taken down on the edge of the mat, though. 40 seconds to go. Williams up 6-4. Well, I tell you what, though, if he can hunt for that head, if he can find it and pop his head out, he's in the driver's seat. Right. Don't give up any back points. He 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 just needs needs to swim here. He needs to unhook that leg and swim. Instead, he's going to give up two. Williams is able to get the two near fall and then go off the mat, so it's 8-4 with 21 seconds to go. In the 182-pound championship, Columbus Lincoln East on the mat. And over in the fifth-place match at 195, Dominic Tavis of Kearney has taken a 3-0 lead. A minute to go in the second period over Carmazin of Lincoln East. Caston Grape of Columbus and Andrew Mothersbaugh of Lincoln East in the 182 final. Nice, nice little short fireman's carry by Mothersbaugh for a quick takedown. Yeah, he does. And uh, Karsten Grape is another kid. It looks like that maybe he's on his way down. He's rated fourth at 195 pounds. You see that early in the year like this where some of these guys just don't have enough time to get back down. Williams is just tough on top. He's controlled this match from the top position all the way through. Good day for Gus Franzen, though. Not a bad debut. Wrestled some tough, tough competition. That was a tough weight class there today. And Aiden Williams will finish the day 4-1 and one with an 8-4 win over Franzen to take third place at 160 pounds. Back over in the fifth-place match at 195. It is still Dominic Tavis of Kearney. He's up 5 nothing here as the second period is coming to an end. Yeah, and I misspoke there. Uh, Karsten Grape of Columbus, he's drinking the water and eating the donuts. He's going up to 195. So he gets the escape here. Mothersbaugh of Lincoln East leads it by a score of 2-1 to one over Grape of Columbus. And we've got another Bearcat taking the mat over here. Tyler Tracy. In the third place match against Grant Lyman of Lincoln East. Now where are we at with team scores? Is this thing sewed up yet? Yeah, Carney 182, Lincoln East 163 and a half. Columbus 127 and a half. Omaha Burke 120. 120-
23. Grand Island fifth with 100. Hastings 98.5. Lincoln Southwest 96. And North Platte has 61 points. We talked a little about Carney High's depth earlier and bringing those kids up through the years over here on uh, Matt 3. Dominic Tavis is a good example of that. He's a sophomore, but uh, again, he's probably the strongest human being on the face of the earth. I keep telling him, if you get two hands on somebody's leg, you should be able to take him down. Uh, he just got to get confident in those positions, but uh, uh, he could be a good one over here over the next couple of years for the Bearcats. Got a little blood time here in the 182-pound final as uh, they're trying to clean up Grape of Columbus. Mother's Bob Lincoln East, a 2-1 lead over Grape of Columbus as they get ready to start the second period, and it looks like uh, Grape will be on bottom here to start the second. Yeah, and East can score some points here. East has got a guy on every mat right now. Two head-to-heads with Carney High. Yeah. Third place over at 170, fifth place at 195. Doug Duda along with Frank Cuchera, Larry Baker here at Kearney High School, the 2017 Kearney High Wrestling Invite. I had to chuckle again today, guys, because with social media, it popped up that we posted, what was it, 2011? The Kearney High Invite has been postponed because of the snowstorm. Oh, yeah. Here's a takedown by Tyler Tracy in the third-place match to take an early 2-0 lead. We're back to action over here in the 182-pound final, and we're going to get an escape for Grape to tie things up at two. Yeah, they're wrestling. Tracy's doing a nice job riding here. Got a, there, you know what? Tracy lets him go there. That's the right thing to do. He gets in that scramble, and instead of giving up a bundle of points, he just gives up the single. Yeah, and, and this is this is Tyler's uh, strength here is on his feet. He's got a dynamic double leg or a high seed to a double leg. He finishes off of the mat a lot of the times. He's surprisingly strong in those positions. Yeah, and two to two now in that championship match with Grape and Mother's Ball. Minute five left in the second period. Now they're just starting to chill. Some of these bigger guys, they're just starting to push early in the season like this. It's kind of like the whole gym is kind of taking a collective side after those last handful of matches. Back over here in the fifth place match, just 46 seconds to go, and Dominic Tavis of Kearney has an 8-2 lead over Chris Carmazon of Lincoln East. Nice little reshot by Lyman from Lincoln East over here in the third place match. Get the takedown and take the lead. So 3-2 to two over Tracy of Kearney, and that'll be the score as they go to the second period here. 3-2, to two, Lyman of Lincoln East leading Tracy of Kearney. Back in the championship at 82, they have a restart here. Grape of Columbus, Mother's Bob, Lincoln East, 2-2. Two to two. The only points here in the period was the Grape escape after taking his position on bottom. They lock up again here, and it looks like this is the way we're going to head into the third period as the final 12 seconds roll off the clock. The Grape Escape. Yeah, I thought I could get away with that, but it's better than the Grape Ape Escape. I guess. There you go. I loved Grape Ape. Beagly Beagly. Grape Ape. (laughs) We've lost control. How old are you guys? Thank you. (laughs) I think we discussed this earlier. Hong Kong Fooey came from that time. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) All right, going to the third period here with Mother's Ball and Grape, 2-2. Two to two. Mother's Ball is going to take the down position here. Grape's going to stick a boot in. He's only got one in. The hips really aren't in the best shape. Yeah, I, I give him half credit for that at the moment. Yeah, actually none are in. You're yeah. right. But he's got that 
No, no, he doesn't have that either. I thought he had a, a, a half Nelson from the far side there. Now he throws a leg in at the tail end here, gets a... Potentially dangerous. They'll restart. Tyler Tracy gets an escape to start the second period here in the third place match. Tracy of Carney, Lyman of Lincoln East, 3-3 on their feet on a restart here with a minute 25 to go in the second period. Their mother's ball used that fresh whistle to come flying out of there. No score yet. Grapes underneath have him hanging on to a single leg. But mother's ball from East did a really nice job there getting going right off the whistle. Gives up the reversal finally. And that's a tough call, you know, if, if you're Grape or you're Adam Keysweater, his coach. Ooh. You know, you're, you're either going to give up the one or you're going to give up the two. Sometimes in those cases, you might as well give up the one. And I hate that. I hate that phrase, the one, not two. Right. I, I hate to coach a kid that way, but, I mean, that was a perfect example of it right there because my, might as well let him go because you got to work for that takedown anyway. Well, and I think that we just talked about it with Tracy. Here he is in the second period. It's 3-3 three to three with a minute left, and the reason it's not more is he was smart enough to not, in the first period, not let that flurry turn into a bunch of points against him, gave him the single, and now here he is in on a single leg. Back in there, like I said, from his feet. That's Tracy's bread and butter. If he can finish. They're off the mat, though, and a restart. Back to the championship. Grape of Columbus trying to come off bottom and get a reversal. Looks like he'll face up, maybe get one here, but he's down 4-2 to two with 40 seconds to go. He's in a good position here if he can score from that short offense, but now they're going to square back up to their feet. So it's an escape, and Mother's Bob Lincoln East leads it 4-3 to three with 30 seconds to go on the edge of the mat and a stall warning on Mother's Bob. And that's 20, 25 seconds left. I mean, there's some time to, to force another one if he really presses the issue here. Man, I love that underhook position. Yes. I, I wish kids would use that more. Oh, great. If he digs a leg in here, he'll get the takedown. Oh, what a scramble. Great scramble. Ten seconds to go. They come off the match. Grape very upset. Say, what do I got to do? I don't think it was a takedown. No. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't see any control there. But if he can push the issue, he'll get another stall maybe. But again, Five seconds. He had plenty of time there. Tries to go just... for the underhook throw and cannot get it. Will there even be a takedown? Yeah, you're going to get flagrant misconduct there. Uh, the key is there, as you said, the underhooks were good. If Grape takes his time there, he had enough time. He's running those unders, and that's the easiest way to get a stall call on a guy as you're digging them unders, and he just keeps backing up. Andrew Mothersbaugh, Lincoln East, 5-3 to three over Caston Grape of Columbus to win the 182-pound championship. Three more finals to go. Got some other wrestling going on as well that we're going to tell you about from uh, some of the uh, patent of Hastings beat Grand Island's Kaylee Avone in the fifth place match at 182 in sudden victory, 4-2. to two. And now Tyler Tracy is going to be in on a takedown here early in the third period to take a 5-4 lead, give up the quick escape. It's 5-5. Boy, they're getting after it here. Well, there's been 10 points scored, and I bet they get there again in the next minute and a half. Wow. Tyler Tracy is a kid. He's dynamic, he's explosive, he can finish a double egg on anybody, but he can get taken down by anybody too, and he will drive you crazy as a coach. And that's where we're at as he's down by two here. It's a lineman from Lincoln East. Seven to five, Tracy trails, he's on bottom with 90 seconds to go in the match. Here we go. Now, I mean, it, it, and also, up, oh, Tracy's going to try to roll through. You almost wish he'd get his escape with about a minute or 40 seconds left to get his takedown. So <laughs> the guy at, at the buzzer, right? That's yeah. right. Absolutely. At this point, 
I just hope he gets an escape. He's got to build up. He's spending a lot of time with his head on the mat here. In our 195-pound championship, Anthony DeAnda of Columbus taking on Dylan Miller of Omaha Burke, scoreless in the first 30 seconds. Back over to the third-place match at 170. Tracy still on bottom, down 7-5, to five, 45 seconds to go, and he's kind of flattened out now on the mat, Frank. Yep, got to get his head off the mat, got to get his belly off the mat and work, work from there. Um, he's running out of time, and, and Lyman looks like he's uh, flat out got more gas in the tank, like he, like he wants it more, as the cliche goes. But you know what, Larry? That's literally what it comes down to at this point in the match. I mean, we preach that to our guys: wrestle through the tough situations, right? Because people, people will break. I mean, that's that's what happens in the third period. No question. It is about absolutely. Uh, you got to put the gas tank on yourself and run a guy out, and it is about what you have kind of in your guts. In the championship match, we've got Dylan Miller from Omaha Burke, rated number one uh, in the state at this weight, uh, wrestling Anthony Dienda of Columbus, who's rated third at 182. Dylan Miller was in the state finals last year, so kind of a firepower match here. On the restart over here at third place, Tracy comes to his feet, broke back down to the mat by a lineman on the edge of the mat. They'll go out again with 20 seconds to go on a restart. Tracy down 7-5. to five. No score in the 195 championship. There's 30 seconds to go in the first period. Boy, how tall is Miller out there? He's and there he's in on a double leg, and he is going to get the takedown to take a 2-0 lead. Yeah, Tracy needed to have a big stand-up and just a freight train double, and he just never could get to his feet. Tries to roll through, gets rolled back, and it looks like Tracy is going to end up Taking fourth place here today. He's still scrambling, but time will run out. Grant Lyman of Lincoln East, seven. Tyler Tracy of Carney, five. We're going to take a break and be back with more of the 2017 Carney High Wrestling Invite right after this on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you and welcome back to the carney high wrestling invitational heading into the home stretch here at the 195 pound championship 182 pound third place 220 pound fifth place just ended and they're bringing the heavyweights out there and i'm assuming they're going to use more mats so we may uh, move on a little bit quicker here the only wrestler from the tri-cities uh, on the mat right now carney high over on the third place mat and three to two still down here with Dylan Miller at 195 again wrestling uh, Anthony Dienda of Columbus and it's now three to three with a minute left in the second period. Miller's in on another double. What do we got over here for Carney at the third place match at 182, Frank? Yeah, Steve Berman, uh, a 
another guy who's kind of making the most opportunity to, to get in the lineup here due to an opening that we had, and um, uh, he's actually a senior. So again, he's got a lot of a lot of mat time, and he knows a lot of things. Just just got to stay confident in what he does. Um, I call him kind of a roly-poly guy. As as right there, he transitions kind of from a from a Peterson right into a headlock, and I think that's his third pin of the day. So nice nice effort. Good day for Steve Berman for the Bearcats. So Berman taking third with a pin and one, 43. Yeah, that was a nice job there. He kind of rolled around and just boom, right in as the best kind of headlock because he was able to have it with one foot out front and his butt on the mat. So there was no chance of that turning into a roll through. Now Miller of Burke has taken the takedown to make it five to three here. Miller of Burke five, the end of Columbus three with 40 seconds to go in the second period of the 195 pound championship. Yeah, and Miller's doing a nice job again in the state finals a year ago. And he's really showed that kind of patience here. It's kind of a tough match, and he's just been very patient and done a nice job. Deanna had a nice little go behind earlier uh, to tie things up, but Miller is just kind of grinding it out right now, working those wrists. And now they're going to call uh, Deanna for stalling on the bottom. Yeah, his forehead stuck in the mat. Yeah, again, that, that's another call that I've seen called both ways all day because, you know, by the same token, Miller's hips haven't come off to the side that's e- right. either. I think at 220, Grand Island got a, a forfeit, Doug. At 195, Oscar Richter. There you go. 195, Oscar Richter uh, picks up the win via forfeit in the third-place match, but they are going to also have their 220-pounder come out here and wrestle for third. We've got a Hastings wrestler in Josh Gehaeus uh, on his back over here. He spins off of it in the heavyweight fifth place match, and he's trailing Colford of Chris of uh, Columbus now eight to nothing in the first period. In that third place match at 2:20, it is Alex Gomez of Grand Island and Caden Bosinger of Lincoln Southwest. Well, let me let me clarify. The 2:20 didn't work out uh, like all the other ones, and they didn't have as many pools. So actually, Bosinger of Southwest is 4-0 today, and Gomez of Grand Island is 1-4, so uh, they're wrestling this out a little bit farther. Back to the championship. We get an escape here for Dylan Miller to start the third period, and he is now up by a score of 6-3 over DeAnda of Columbus with a minute and a half to go in the match. This is where DeAnda scored earlier. Uh, Miller's got a bad position with his head down, butt up in the air. I would never, ever, ever wrestle a Columbus guy and let him have my head and chin because I know who's in the corner over there. Twister. Back over here in the third-place match, Gomez of Grand Island taken down here, and he is trailing 2 to nothing midway through the first. Yeah, and he's now on he's back. on his back on the edge of the mat. It's going to be 5 to nothing. He needs to get off that mat right on the edge, but he's not going to be able to do so, and he is going to be pinned by Bosinger of Southwest who goes undefeated and wins the 220-pound matchup here, Caden Bosinger of Lincoln Southwest in a minute 19. And a little inside trip there by Miller. They go off the mat, 50 seconds left. It seems like this match has gone on for about a month and a half. Well, not a whole lot of excitement. And, of course, you don't have the Kearney or Grand Island. Hastings, closer contingents, making a lot of noise. We do have Lee Harrington coming oh, yes. up here in a couple of matches for the heavyweight championship. The returning state champ. Big Lee's a big dude. Uh, it's just it's frustrating thing uh, with Miller and Deanda is you know Deanda being down by three. You know you want to see some attempts. You know and it's just not. He's just waiting for Miller to to shoot, <clears throat> and and he's trying to reshot or, or go behind from that. But 
you know, Miller's in the driver's seat here, so he's not going to not going to probably push the issue too much. And, De again, DeAnda's just backing off. He's just content to let the clock run out. Yeah, Miller's now in a square stance, and you're just not going to defeat his hips now. And then you get a little over-under. On the edge of the mat, a restart now with five seconds to go. Dylan Miller up by a score of 6-3. to three. And the third-place match now at heavyweight. Ethan McPhillips of Grand Island, Markel Jackson of Lincoln Southwest. Uh, Markel Jackson's only loss was to Lee Harrington, but 3-1 and one on the day for McPhillips. Jackson 2-1. and one. This could be an interesting match. And it's all over here now at the 195-pound. Dylan Miller of Burke without much going on there in the third period. A 6-3 winner over Anthony DeAnda of Columbus. And then Caden Bosinger uh, also picks up a win here from uh, Lincoln Southwest. He's going to be Silverhawks' only champion here today at 220. Yeah, and Markel Jackson over there... Uh, from Lincoln Southwest, really gave Lee Harrington a nice little match, I, was, I thought. I was just thinking the same thing. He, he, he made him go the distance, right? And so heavyweight, sometimes that's all it takes is to push those guys, especially a guy like Lee who just got off of the football. He's been playing D-line, weighing 300-plus, um, gets down to weight, and, uh, you know, he could improve on his gas tank yeah. a little bit, you know, at this point in, point in the season. Yeah. And I thought Markel Jackson did a nice job. And Markel Jackson's kind of long, but he's not overly big for a heavyweight. But he is a, an athletic's just a specimen as he steps in on a double leg there. Pardon me. It looks like a high crotch now. Yeah, as I think he doubles across. McPhillip, yeah, there. He gave up the takedown. Got another pool here at 220. Connor Brown of Kearney has taken Mason Newland of North Platte, the freshman, straight to his back, and he's going to get a quick pin here in 35 seconds. Brown goes 2-3 and three today, but again, that wasn't the championship. They just have some pool to finish up here at 220 pounds. Well, let me tell you right now, Mason Newland is only acting mad because he was in enough pain down there. He wanted that sucker done. It was <laughs> I mean, like, a, like a good old-fashioned cow catcher, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those since Anselmo Myrna, I think, in about 95. since you left Bassett. Exactly. (laughs) Now at heavyweight, champion and top-ranked Lee Harrington will take the bat here. Nothing better than when the heavyweight has to hand the leg bands to the official because they don't fit. (laughs) And Lee just handed them off. And he will be taking on a wrestler from Lincoln East. With a headlock attempt by East right off the bat. I'll tell you what. This kid from Lincoln East, I'll bet he's well coached. We know that for sure. So this would be no gimme here for Lee. Jake Reinke from Lincoln East is a senior that's also undefeated here today. Yeah, and if I'm Reinke, I go out and I really try to push this pace early and try to get Harrington into the deep water. Nice, nice patience there by Lee, just getting the head down, go behind. Nice controlled return. Harrington with the takedown. Minute 20 to go in the first, 2-0. Over here in the third-place match at heavyweight, Markel Jackson of Lincoln Southwest. First period takedown, escape in the second, leads Ethan McPhillips of Grand Island, 3-0, a minute 20 to go in the second. And Harrington did a fair amount of wrestling this summer, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did the Fargo, um, he, uh, a couple of duels teams, I believe, and, and had a fair amount of success. Fargo, I know his Fargo trip wasn't as, as, uh, as good as he had wanted it to be, but, uh, yeah, absolutely gained a lot of, uh, lot of great experience. Reinke here gets the escape of Harrington, so they go out of bounds and reset the middle. Harrington up 2-1, to one, 55 seconds to go. Harrington quickly goes for the underhook. Harrington's got double unders there. 
Now don't forget, Renke tried a headlock from that position, tried the double overs there. But that's one of those, another one of those moves where if you're going to hit it, you either hit it or you don't at all. Or you get pinned. Or you get 285 pounds yeah. square on your chest. Yeah. Lee Harrington does it again. Another championship for Harrington just a week and a half away from the state football final. Harrington the pin in one minute and 23 seconds. Our final champion here of the Carney High Invite, but not our final match. We do have... A couple of mats still going on, and again over here in the third-place match at heavyweight, Ethan McPhillips of Grand Island is trailing Markel Jackson of Lincoln Southwest, and it looks like that's going to be three to nothing as they, well, three to, we got locked hands. Locked hands called here as the period ends. And that's going to be on Southwest Jackson, so no. Nope, they'll give it to Jackson, four to nothing. So McPhillips down four to nothing. Coming up, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have a recap of who the winners were and all the final thoughts and team scores and a talk with the coaches. Uh, we'll be chatting with uh, head coach Ty Swarm of Carney High, see if we can get Coach Widener from Hastings up here as well. So stay with us from the 2017 Carney High Wrestling Invite on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And welcome back to the 2017 Carney High Wrestling Invite, getting ready for the medal presentation here at the middle mat. As one match still to go as they're wrestling for third place at heavyweight. Lincoln Southwest, Markel Jackson has a 4-0 lead over Grand Island's Ethan McPhillips with a minute and a half to go in the match. McPhillips on bottom, trying to find a way to score a few points here. But uh, it's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney High finishes with 189 points. Lincoln East with 169 and a half. Omaha Burke will edge Columbus for third and fourth, 133 to. 131, and that's the top four. We'll give you the final results when this uh, heavyweight third-place match is over. But, guys, uh, we did see some uh, 
there, it was a long championship uh, as opposed to what we've seen, uh, almost two hours worth of actual wrestling, about an hour 45 of actual wrestling, uh, a lot of competitive matches, and there weren't a whole lot of pins or quick pins. They were, as we got here at the heavier weights, like Lee Harrington and uh, Damon Pape had the quickest pin in the finals, but even in the uh, outside mats, uh, it didn't move on that much. So as you said, Frank, it was actually pretty competitive here today. Uh, yeah, as you, as you look at that, you think maybe that's a bad thing, like there was a lot of two-to-one matches or three to two matches but there wasn't that way there was a lot of entertaining uh matches and yeah and i think it just speaks to the quality of the competition that's here today yeah that was my take on it as i felt that it was very competitive and uh, not only competitive from a talent standpoint but hard fought and that's really what you want to see is are are these guys they fought every position today which uh as you said you just don't get the falls Highlights, uh, we didn't have any real shocking upsets today either, but uh, we saw uh, Nick James beat Connor Lox in a battle of number ones at 138, and then the state championship matchup there at 160. Yeah, the 38-pound match was just fabulous wrestling, the whole thing. You know, the old saying, they took two dryers or two singlets and threw them in a dryer, and that's kind of what that thing was. That's funny. I've, I've not actually heard that one, but... Uh, that was my most impressive uh, match of the day. Just I, I going into that match, I gave Laux uh, the edge. I thought just because of more time on the mat, um, <clears throat> a tough, tough weight class. Nick James had a tough uh, semifinals or pool match uh, right before that with a returning third placer. I mean, I, yeah, hats off to those guys. Uh, cut just coming through a dynamic bracket. And 60, I think, if, if they'd opened up, 60 could have really been good. But you took these two guys. One's a two-time state champ, and one's a one-time state champ. And they just faked their – I mean, I mean, literally fake shotted their way kind of through the match. Yeah, they, they spent most of their time in that, uh, you know, the, the, the Jordan Burroughs look-alike three-point stance, um, which is fine. But at some point, you like to see somebody commit to a shot from there. Uh, but it was entertaining uh, nonetheless. And, and uh, you know – Another another thing that I, I'd love it if we saw that match again in February, you know, in Omaha. But sounds like Dixon's maybe going to make his way down. But who knows? Uh, uh, maybe maybe that's motivation. Maybe maybe he wants that match later. But I guess we'll see. The last match that finishes up, Markel Jackson of Lincoln Southwest does beat McPhillips of Grand Island four to nothing to take third at heavyweight. We'll be back with the final results and our coaches' interviews in a moment on the New West Post Game Show. Winter sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460, 1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. You'll find a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you'll know we have your team covered. All of this online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. 
Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. And we're back to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Welcome in the head wrestling coach at Kearney High School, Ty Swarm. After winning the 2017 invite, ranked number one in the state of Nebraska and probably weren't at full strength. Obviously, you're not going to be where you hope to be uh, when it comes February, but coach, always nice to get off to a good start. Plenty of individual champions in that team trophy here at home. Yeah, there's plenty of things to celebrate today. You know, uh, Probably the, the toughest Carney High invite I have seen, uh, but I would argue that it's one of the toughest that's ever been hosted. This was a, a really talented field, and uh, you know every team kind of had their, their, their guy or two out, like, just as we did, and uh, we knew it was going to be a battle from, from the get-go, and I think Lee, Lincoln East looked really sharp today. They've got a great young, or, or great group of guys, and, and they wrestled really tough. You could tell that they're motivated, and and they're doing the right things. And so uh, hats off to our guys for wrestling hard and, and coming out and, and beating a really, really good field of teams. Yeah, Ty, talk about, again, uh, coming into this meet. When you've got a big one right off the bat and you come with a lot of your team coming on a short porch in a sense, they just mm-hmm. finished playing football, how did you approach your prep in that, what, week or week and a half, knowing that th- this thing was a grinder? Yeah, we, we went business as usual without our football guys in there. But it was it just was a little off, you know. Everything's been a little off. Uh, I I would be uh, remiss if I if I didn't say that it just hasn't felt the same until this week to get those guys back in there, and so really a lot of the, uh, Nick and 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 Lee especially have only had that five days. But you know I I would say we're a hair behind where we would be developmental wise and just practice time wise because we had to change some things, you know, to attend the state football game and to to take pictures and do those things, and so. Uh, for us to, to not be at our, our best uh, from a training a- aspect, I thought our guys looked really sharp today, and they competed really hard. Tie the positives of that. The football team is the state runner-up. I asked Drake, Coach Baronic earlier this week, kind of the same, how it affect the basketball, but what's good, they're ranked number two uh, going into the year. You're ranked number one. Uh, there's there's positives with the guys in the Kearney High school system right now. Yeah, and, and my take on a football fan watching our football team the thing that i loved about our team that i think stood us above the rest was that they played for each other better than any team in the state when things got tough on the football field they played for each other better than anybody in the state and that's what that's what we preach and that's what really has been the pride of carney high wrestling and so i hope that continues to bleed into what we're doing clearly so early in the year as this is the first meet talk about the hunger of the bearcats right now Second, you know, another runner-up trophy, and I say another because there's been a few here in the last couple of years yes. in this high school. You own a couple. Yeah. Talk about the hunger of this team and maybe wanting to bring home a different yeah. color. And it comes from within. Uh, you know, we've got guys on this team that have been through the fire. They've been on both of those teams. Uh, we got some talented, talented wrestlers, but we have some great leaders, some of the best leadership I've ever seen as a coach at any level. And, uh, you know, that makes me very proud as a coach. And our staff, that just makes our job that much easier. When you see our philosophies and the things that we preach reflected through that leadership, you know, so we've got, we've got that in place, and we're hoping that that's, that's the key to that success to drive us through that state tournament. Uh, but ultimately, that's a long ways away. 
we got a lot of work to do, and uh, we hope to continue to see us getting better each week uh, towards that, that goal. We're talking to Carney High wrestling coach Ty Swarm here in the uh, New West postgame after winning the Carney High invite. I don't think we've actually had you kind of break down the way you guys actually did wrestle today. You had some champions. You had some kids uh, on the outer mats here in the last round to do some good things for you. Yeah, I, you know, I thought we competed very well. That was the thing that, you know, I'll walk away and I'll say we competed very well. We were scrappy. Uh, we were in it for each other, and those were the things that I saw today. We had some guys out there today that had not wrestled a varsity match, and every year we talk about this, that our junior varsity program and, and the things that we do from a de- developmental standpoint in our program allows us to step guys into this lineup and be competitive right away, and so that was that was a big thing today. You have Braden Smith not in our lineup today. You have Gage Ferguson step right in and win it. I think he won it. Mm-hmm. Won, his ter- won the tournament. I mean, those are huge, huge things for us to ha- happen. He was planning on wrestling in the other gym this, this morning, you know, so stepped in. He's walking away as champion of the varsity, the invite. Uh, I was very proud to see some of our guys fighting off their back. You look at Judd Kuchera, up big, fights off his back a couple times. Those are things that take a lot of guts and uh, fighting through those positions. And then, obviously, you look at some guys like uh, Harrington, you look at James, you look at Moomy, and they continue to do great things for us. And uh, just it's an all-out effort. Our guys really, really put it together today. Very proud. And kind of the same schedule as we've had for the month of December, but uh, what's ahead of you? Yeah, we'll go to, go to the Council Bluffs Classic next week. It's always going to be tough. I uh, got got a few guys that maybe are going to be doing ACT. That's always an issue that weekend. That's uh, a great tournament for us because it's so big. It gives us that state tournament feel. I uh, see a lot of different teams that we don't usually see. And then we finish, we finish out before Christmas with the Fracas. And uh, we're going to see some good dual teams there. You know, we're going to see Gretna there. We're going to see, I think Lincoln East is there this year. Uh, we're going to see those teams that uh, they're going to be challenging us and they're going to be chasing us. And we want to want to see where we're at and we'll see where we stack up against them. All right, Coach, congratulations on the win. We'll yeah. see you soon. Thank you. That's Carney High, head wrestling coach Ty Swarm. The Bearcats win the championship here today. We'll be back with all the results after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trade packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Thank you. Doug Duda back with you here at the Kearney High Wrestling Invite. We're going to run down Coach Widener here from Hastings and talk with him. But as we do that, let's go ahead and uh, run down uh, the final results here of the state. High, of the uh, state. Uh, we're not quite that far, folks. Let's see if we can get you all the results uh, from uh, today's uh, action. And we will start with the uh, team scores here today. And your champion ends up being Carney High uh, with 
a, a good performance today for the Bearcats. As we told you, we just got a chance to talk with Coach Swarm, and they come away as the uh, champions here today with a 200 points, it looks like, is going to be uh, the uh, final result. I'm going to tell you what, we're going to take one more break, our final break, and then uh, talk to Coach uh, Widener, who's making his way up, and then hit those final results. So stay with us here on Classic Hits. Did your crops lose their fertilizer to Mother Nature last spring? This year, you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid. Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them. To get Enzone added to your fertilizer, talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer. If they don't have Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, encourage them to visit with Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308 468 6206. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Back on the New West Post Game Show, Coach Widener, Hastings Tigers, uh, joining us here. And uh, Coach, uh, number two team in Class B, and you come right into a tournament that half of the teams are ranked in Class A. Just the one champ today in Pape who made the quickest work of anybody. But as I mentioned early on, it seemed like you had a ton of kids over here on the third place, Matt, all day long. So give me a little uh, thought on uh, how you thought the team wrestled today in a very, very difficult opener. Yeah, you know, for the most part, um, we wrestled well. We we seen some things we know we got to work on, so that's always a good thing. Knowing, um, picking out some things that you know you need to work on. Um, but like you said, you know, coming into this tournament, man, we knew it was just gonna be just gonna be a bear. So um, we knew we were gonna get in some tough matches, and um, probably by far the toughest tournament we're gonna see till the state tournament for us. Um, so overall, I thought we wrestled really well. You know, team wise, we ended up in seventh, which. I thought we could finish a little higher than that. You know, a lot of those third, fourth place matches didn't go our way. Um, but we knew that. Uh, we knew those those brackets were just loaded up. So, But we got a lot of guys to the third, fourth medal round and um, just couldn't get any of those to come through there. So um, seen some good things, though. Um, still still got a bunch of young guys on our team. So um, just exposing them to this atmosphere and, and this type of competition is, is just setting us up for the for the for our, our future schedule. So. Coach Widener, how close uh, was this lineup to be where you want your guys? I mean, did you have everybody in place today as far as what you'll look at going forward to February? No, we will have um, – projection is to have Dylan Miller um, down after Christmas break, um, and then Bryce Brown will be back in the lineup at, at 113. He's serving – a little time off right now um so you put brown back in there at 13 and then we'll get dylan back down to 106 so there's right there you know 106 13 is the is the start you know to get the ball rolling and and very confident with dylan getting down there and giving him a little bit of time to get down there healthy and doing things right we'll wrestle him at 113 for a while you know and uh, just try to maintain his weight a little bit we'll wait till after christmas till we get the two pounds and and like i said with brown being out it just it just makes sense for us to to wrestle him at, at 113 right now and and kind of save him until we can get the two pounds so hastings wrestling coach austin widener with us here in the post game talk about your two horses here today i mean we know how enjoyable it is 
to watch a match like we saw today between James and Lauchs. I'm sure it would have been more enjoyable for you if Connor would have won, and then Damon comes out and dominates. Just talk about those two matches, which were obviously totally different the way that they uh, went. Today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the uh, Connor's bracket was was had some tough kids in there today, and we knew we had to get past Altman first. Um, we couldn't overlook him. We knew, you know, we knew he was out last year, and we knew he's a dangerous kid. Um, but Connor really shined in that match, you know, and really wanted to uh, rematch with uh, with Nick. Um, you know, I think you, you flip a coin at any certain time and, you know, get some different position uh, things going on there, and, and I think that match could go anyway. Um, biggest thing we worked on with Connor coming into that match was, you know, staying out of the ties. Nick's a, Nick's a, a five-point score right away, you know, and he could score those big points. So we kept it where we needed to be to try to get the win in that match, and it, and it just fell up a little short. Um, but those are the matches Connor needs and um, to get him – to get him ready for down the road. And, you know, Damon Pape is just uh, hes just a whole other kid. You know, um, we got a great uh, workout partner with him in our room and Adam Joseph. So um, he, he pushes Damon to where where he needs to be. And we're very fortunate to have Coach Joseph in our room and um, give Damon those, those live wrestling minutes that he needs with somebody that can wrestle with him. So, you know, you get a kid that caliber, that talent, you know, that weight – um, it's hard to find a practice partner for him and, and, and push him. So Adam Joseph formerly wrestled for Nebraska, um, lives in Hastings and stuff. So we got him in our room the last couple of years. So Good get. yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam, Adam does a great job with Damon. So, um, we benefit well from that. So. And as we talked about with Coach Swarm, uh, kind of your December schedule and what's in the future here for you, what you want to, who you're going to see, where you're going. Yeah. You know, with us going to class B, um, last year, we, we, we have made some changes, um, you know, so it, uh, from here on out, we see a lot more of our, our, our schedule of, of our, of our class B competition. So, you know, with all the district seating criteria stuff, now you got it. You got to see that class B competition, try to keep the, some class A competition in there to, to, to see some of that higher level wrestling. Um, but you know, from here on out, I, I think we, uh, we got a good shot at, at winning some dual tournaments and some, and some individual tournaments and, and stuff like that. So projected to probably have one open in the lineup down the road at 220 so we just can't can't get nobody to fill that spot so but from from uh, 106 to, to 170 we're, we're pretty tough so all right coach we'll keep in touch good to see you man yes thank you very good much luck the rest of the way yes sir thank you very much coach widener hastings college or hastings high school joining us here today and it's time now to take a look at our final stats to wrap things up from the Carney High Wrestling Invite. At 106 pounds, fourth place to Dillian Ritchie of Kearney, third to Juan Pedro of Grand Island. In the championship, it was Jackson Burks of Omaha Burke beating Nick Swift of Lincoln East by a score of 14 to 3 is what they put down as the final score here today. We move over to 113 pounds. And your fourth-place finisher was Dylan Miller of Hastings. He lost to Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island by a score of 5-1. to one. And in the championship, Gage Ferguson, maybe the biggest surprise wrestler of the day, Larry, from Kearney. Uh, he gets a 4-1 win over Tanner Cobza of Columbus to win the title. And as Coach Swarm said, when he woke up this morning, he thought he was wrestling JV. Yeah, and I think that's the deal, Doug, is he does a great job getting himself in the tournament and then just blasts his way through it and doesn't lose a match. 120 pounds in the consolation match. Colby Lukasavich of Grand Island, a 3-0 win over Blaine Kyle of Hastings. And in the championship, Max Mayfield of Lincoln East 
pins Darian Diaz of North Platte in 543. At 126 pounds in the consolation match, it was Nathan Riesick of Lincoln East defeating Isaac Hunsley of Hastings 11-10. Hunsley was down 10-3, tied it, but then fell 11-10. And in the championship, Philip Boomy of Kearney wins by a tech fall over Jason Scott of North Platte by a score of 19-3 at the six-minute mark. At 132 pounds in the consolation, Gage McBride of Kearney defeated Mason Brumbaugh of Hastings 7-3. And in the championship, Carter Kuchera of Columbus edged Brecken Sperling of Lincoln East 5-4. At 138 pounds in the consolation, Adam Kinneman of Lincoln East decision Jake Oltman of Lincoln Southwest 7-4. And in the championship, Nick James of Kearney decision Connor Laux of Hastings by a score of 6-4. 145 pounds, consolation, Joel Smith of Hastings defeated Mason Ingwersen of Lincoln East 5 to nothing, and in the championship, Deontay Wilson of Kearney wins by a tech fall over Cade Fulner of Columbus in 5 minutes and 20 seconds. At 152, the consolation, Colton Sliva of Grand Island is a winner by pin in a minute 12 over Cash Arnsdorf of North Platte. In the championship, Judd Kuchera of Kearney holds on for a 10-9 win after leading 9-1 over Deson Stapleton of uh, Omaha Burke. At 160 pounds, Runner-up, Aiden Williams of Grand Island defeats Gus Franzen of Kearney 8-4 in the championship. James Burks, this is the battle of the state champions. James Burks of Burke defeats Deshaun Dixon of Lincoln East 5-2. The last takedown was with one second to go. 170 pounds, consolation, Grant Lyman of Lincoln East defeats Tyler Tracy of Kearney 7-5. And in the championship, Damon Pape of Hastings is a winner by pin in 119 over Carson Zwigman of Columbus. At 182 pounds in the consolation match, it was Steve Behrman of Kearney by a pin, 144 over Preston Irks of Lincoln Southwest. And in the championship, Andrew Mothersbaugh of Lincoln East, a 7-3 win over Caston Grape of Columbus. At 195, consolation Oscar Richter of Grand Island wins by injury default over Jarrett Myers of Lincoln Southwest. And in the championship, Dylan Miller of Omaha Burke, a 6-3 win over Anthony DeAnda of Columbus. At 220, they did not have the pool play out without as many wrestlers, but undefeated Lincoln Southwest had a champion today, and that was Caden Bosinger. Uh, second place went to Dylan Sales of Omaha Burke. Eddie Laredo of Columbus was third, and Connor Brown of Kearney was fourth. And finally, at heavyweight in the consolation, Markel Jackson of Lincoln Southwest, a 4-0 decision over Ethan McPhillips of Grand Island. And in the championship, Lee Harrington, the defending state champ of the Bearcats, a win by pin at 124 over Drake Reinke. Uh, today from Lincoln East. So that is what we saw there, and in the uh, team scores here today, 8th place, North Platte, 61. Hastings, 7th, 106.5. Grand Island, 108 with 6th. Lincoln Southwest, 5th with 113. Columbus with 4th with 137. With 144, Omaha Burke. The runner-up, Lincoln East with 169.5, and with an even 200 points, Carney High comes away as your 2017 champion. And that's going to wrap things up here for the 2017 Carney High Wrestling Invite. As always, a big thank you for being with us here today. Carney Bearcat basketball was in Omaha today against uh, Bellevue West. Uh, Bearcats basketball will be back in action next weekend. As we already told you, the wrestling team is headed to Columbus and uh, Carney Catholic bas- or headed to Council Bluffs. Carney Catholic basketball playing right now on ESPN at uh, at uh, Holdridge, and we will be back 
with you on Classic Hits Tuesday night for basketball, Silver Lake Axtell. And again, press conference tomorrow. It's official from the university. Scott Frost will be introduced as Nebraska's new football coach tomorrow at noon. You can hear the press conference on the Breeze 94.5 at ESPN 1460 and 1550. But as far as the wrestling, Larry, last word on what we had today. Now, great, and it was a very good Carney High invite. Very hotly contested just about every weight. Looks to me like we're going to have a pretty fun Class A end of the year. Uh, the Bearcats are going to be in this thing, Doug. Well, a fun one here today. I want to thank Larry Baker and Frank Kuchera for helping on the call today and bringing all the knowledge of wrestling to us. Our producer engineer back in the studio, Stacy Johns. This has been the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. This is Doug Duda saying congratulations to the Bearcats winning the 2017 Carney Invite. We'll talk to you tomorrow from the press conference in Lincoln. The proceeding has been a KKPR Sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com. Isn't it?